pro. Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bex man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yesterday when I was working on everything, I had uh, I got Chinese food, and from uh, Flaming Walk, and I was eating the uh, the chow mein. My sister calls that place Flaming Butthole. No, but I had a flaming eye hole. Cause here's what happened. <laughs> um, that I got. E you don't want to eat those eye hole, Morty's. That guy will come and kick your ass. <laughs> I I. Uh, I I got the spicy bourbon chicken because they were almost out of the regular bourbon chicken, and then my chow mein noodles were in it, and you see how my hair like is part of, that goes over the Quaffed. right side of my face, right, and it goes over like my right eye a lot, kind of yeah. emo-ish. Yeah. Well, I was eating the chow mein, and you know how you like you noodle slurp. Well, I had a. This is the was, fattest injury I've ever heard. <laughs> there was there was a chow mein noodle that. Was in the sauce of the the spicy uh, bourbon chicken, and it whiplashed th like through my hair, like what, what was covering my eyes, and smacked me right in the eyeball, <laughs> and I couldn't see for like twelve seconds. Like it burned so bad, and I had to run to the bathroom. <laughs> you noodle slurped <laughs> into your face and burned your eye. It burned my eye. Whiplashed. Right into my eye hole. <laughs> That's made Through so my hair. Like, like, so it was like, what are the odds that like there was one part in my line of vision and that noodle went right through it? It was were like, you, it was like, you, it was like Luke Skywalker was guiding. Were you that just noodle. like, oh fuck, and then you got up and went to the bathroom, or was it like bad? Were you oh, like, it was bad. oh fuck, <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> I was taking a break, eating, watching a. Uh, uh, Fuck, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Didn't even pause it. <laughs> I had a, No time. No, no time. No time. Just, it hurt. It hurt so bad. I had to rinse my eye out. Were other people here, they're like, why is that Oh no! screaming? <laughs> Thank God they weren't. <laughs> You're like, I got noodle eye. <laughs> the chow mein is burning. <laughs> noodle eye sounds like a way different condition. It does. It's right in your eye hole. <laughs> also vaguely racist. To have no eye. It is super racist. Not vaguely. <laughs> well, no, because I'm, I'm not quite sure what noodle eye would even mean. It's just something that sounds racist at I first. I feel like we both know what no noodle sense. eye means. I, I really don't. It's like noodles are long and thin. Oh, okay. I was thinking like, yeah, but they like f would fall be falling out. Like they'd have droopy eyes. <laughs> that's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how I was thinking. Well, so was that. <laughs> Getting the the sauce. I just, I just could picture somebody saying noodle eye like offensively, and I like I feel like if they said that, I would know what that means. <laughs> it was basically a pepper spray in one eye from like a, a noodle slurp. <laughs> like. I would love to hear your customer service call for that. <laughs> like, yeah, your uh, your noodles burned my eye. <laughs> I'm going partially blind. <laughs> but that would suck so bad. You know, like that, that's how you became your blind. Eyes. 
Uh, <laughs> That's your Daredevil origin story. <laughs> it's like instead of a truck splashing radioactive waste in your into your eyes, it's noodles. It gave me the power to be spicy. <laughs> Could you imagine that's how Cyclops lost his eye? You can go by Elf shitting it out. It was <laughs> just noodles. And they had noodles to, they had to get an ice cream scooper and pop that out. <laughs> Yeah, so welcome to this issue of Mex Men. I'm your host Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. Yeah, Justin's also known as Anigo Fuentes. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Actually, it's more like uh, Carter Fuentes. Yeah, something Carter. like that. Or Bryce <laughs> Br- Breston. <laughs> Breston. <laughs> uh, this week we're going to be covering uh, covering uh, <laughs> Major X issue two. Dead Man Logan, uh, number six. Wolverine Infinity Watch, number three. Apocalypse and the Extracts, number two. Amazing Nightcrawler, number three. Next Gen, number three. Marvelous X-Men, number three. X-Force, number six. Uncanny X-Men, number 16. And Utopia. <sighs> That's a lot of yeah. shit to say. This is kind of a small, giant size, adequate X-Men. Yeah. A mix. We don't know how long this is going to run. but It's, it's like a, it's like a modern day Marvel like giant size book yeah. where like it, the implication is that a lot more is happening and so you pay more but really you got like two extra pages yeah we're just gonna be running ads like this whole time <laughs> oh, <laughs> like how they they just stopped uh running their books uh like their reprints that they're doing and we're selling uh, for a dollar true uh, believers yeah uh now they're putting all the old ads into it and they're charging you four dollars yeah i saw that so you're paying three dollars for ads yeah, that they're not getting paid for. Yeah, so we're gonna be doing that. <laughs> I did buy the Dazzler one. The Dazzler one. Yeah, I, I did got the one. the Wolverine. Did that one have one. the ads in it? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that Wolverine first appearance of Wolverine. Yeah, the Hulk. I'm always like, man, four dollars. Might as well just pay the hundred for the original copy. <laughs> Sad thing is, I already have the original too. You I already have the original. That. Why would you do that? Why not? I, I mean, I have the first appearance of Dazzler, so. Yeah, you bought it just for that, didn't you? Yeah, it wasn't because it's with Dark Phoenix. It had nothing to do with Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I'm good. You're good. Yeah, I'm good. I, I don't need the first appearance of Dazzler. Yeah, not all of us can be right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I was planning on getting them all, but then I kept reading it and I changed my mind. All the Dazzler issues? Yeah. I might still get it, but I'm going to wait. I don't know. The coolest thing they ever did with her was team her up with Deadpool to hunt vampires. Outside uh, of that, I don't know if she's really done anything cool. The, the coolest thing they ever did with, with her was an Astonishing with Banshee. That was cool. Oh, the... Yeah. She should just be like a vampire hunter, though. Like, why is that not more of a thing? Right. Yeah, like she should Black team Bolt. up with Blade. Yeah, her Blade and Banshee go around hunting vampires. I, mean, I, they, I guess they wouldn't really need Blade because <laughs> yeah. they just go to a room and then she'd fucking. Or they just keep showing up Blade, and he's like, and "This is my job." So, <laughs> if she got bit and turned, would she be like a Twilight vampire? Because she sparkles. Yeah. Wouldn't she kill herself? I don't know. Maybe. Like, isn't she in part, like, ultraviolet light, like, manipulation and stuff? Or she unless be use, she just takes the ultraviolet out of all of light, because she can manipulate it. Yeah. And so she could just be out in the day, because her body's refracting she, the ultraviolet can light. Can she manipulate light? I thought she couldn't manipulate light. 
I thought that's what her whole deal is. No, she turns she sound turns into sound light. Into light yeah. Oh, sound into light. Into any yeah, kind then, of light. Yeah, but then she's manipulating the light, right? I thought it was just pushing out of her... Because she makes it like hard light. I thought she was like a yeah. um, uh, fucking bishop. Or not bishop. Yeah, bishop. Sucks? Yeah, like absorbs energy and then just expels it out, but he can't make like an energy sword or something out of it. She can make like lasers and shit out of it. He should be able to. He'd probably suck less. We should probably know more about this. <laughs> I don't know. They're just going to change it. Yeah. It's like Cyclops sees yellow. It's... No, the, it's just, like, the Dazzler series know. was old, so that was the problem. It wasn't written that well. Mm. Like current Dazzler, whenever she shows up, it's normally dope. Because even like the whole concept of hard light. Like you get it conceptually, but also you have to admit, oh, that sounds stupid as fuck. How's light going to be hard? I mean, I think we talked about this before, but I think it got deleted. Oh, okay. If you um were to pick one uh, X-Men side character to have their own book, who would you pick? Oh, man. that Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And I'm going to make a rule for myself and say I can't say gold balls. Yeah, okay. Because I want to say gold balls. Say gold balls. But, yeah. Kind of Magic. Up. Magic? Magic. Can I say Namor? Namor has his own book. Yeah, he's had a lot of he books. He needs his own book right now. And he's like a... He's an X-Men tertiary He has his character. own book right now. You said X-Men He has character. kind of his own book right now, and you're not reading it. Yeah, because if the name's not Namor... It's Invaders. Mean. And he's like one <laughs> the of the... leader. He's like the main character. He's the he's the villain, but it's more about him than anybody else. I'll probably end up reading it, but I just don't want to buy it all. The last one he had was in 2011. Mm. That was a dope series, but... I think I canceled. But I'd probably go Magic, too, was if it, it wasn't Namor. Book? Magic. <laughs> it crossed over with the X Men. That was dope. So, okay. Yeah, Magic. Uh, I, I, I mean, we kind of got it with Astonishing, but uh, I would, I would like to see Havoc. Havoc. I but guess, like, get but him he... kind of, kind of his own thing, because I feel like he's, um, you don't get to see him a much outside of the being Cyclops' brother. Like, there's always that. Oh, you didn't read uh, Uncanny Avengers then. No, I oh, didn't. Yeah. He's, he's the team leader of but that. I'm, I I want to see what he could kind of do on his own instead of like having a... Same thing with Cyclops, how I want to see how Cyclops would do just on his own instead of a team. But I think maybe that's what Marvel should start doing for their side books. Instead of like doing all these side team books for the X-Men, doing side solo series, like limited runs. Like instead of five issues of Next Gen... Five issues of, you know, well, they've done Gambit, but, like, Surge. Yeah. You just want Surge. I do want Surge. You do want Surge. I do want Surge. I like Surge. <laughs> Who did you say the other day? You were like, how are they not a bigger thing? And I was like, obviously they shouldn't be a bigger thing. Was it Dust? You were talking about somebody who, like, how are they, they're very underutilized. It's like, they don't need to be any more utilized. No, I think I brought up Dust. But I don't think Dust is that awesome. Um, no, I, I think it's because I was reading the the end. Like, I'm reading X-Men The End by... Yeah. Uh, oh, I think it was Wolfsbane. Claremont. Oh, boo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you just <laughs> blew, boo Claremont? I just booed Wolfsbane. Because <laughs> oh, I think yeah, you said yeah, Wolf, uh, Wolfsbane needs her own book. And I was like, no, I don't think so. Well, more like, I don't know how they don't... No, 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 no. Um, Maybe. Cannonball. I was saying Cannonball. 
That's what we're talking. Oh about. yeah, the, uh, I know we talked about that eventually, but because you were saying, will you the Adventures of Jetass? Yeah, I it, I would only read it if that was the title. I want a duo with him and what's his name, Roberto Sunspot. That'd be dope. Yeah. Well, he said Nova, and I was like, yeah, I would read a book that was double Jetass. Uh, yeah, uh, Nova and well, I said, Cannonball, and he was like, yeah, well, I probably would too. I would read anything if you put yeah. Nova in it. Uh, just about, except the Black Order, apparently. <laughs> so yeah, if not Magic, I would go Cannonball for their own solo series. Because I feel like there is a lot you could do with him that he he gets underutilized and just pigeonholed as, oh, that hit character. How come Wolfsbane never gets teamed up with John Jameson? John Jameson? Yeah. Who's that? Where, uh, Werewolf by Night? Oh, I don't know. But she was dating uh, some Wolf Prince uh, Norse dude. From, uh, what's its face? Asgard. Asgard, yeah. <laughs> from what's its face? Yeah. Yeah, I forget his name. It's something Norse. I don't remember. He was like a, wasn't he like silverish or something? Uh, I think so. Yeah. The whole concept of the pantheons of like life and death in uh in Thor are really weird to me because there's like there's uh, uh Muspelheim. Uh-huh. Which is like fire and brimstone and essentially hell, and, but then there's like hell, uh, Helheim, mm-hmm. that is like frozen and it's where dead souls go. But then there's also Valhalla where warriors go. But there's also heaven where the angels live. Yeah, weird. And then there's uh, Mount Olympus. Or no, that's Greek. And then there's uh, not there's, even like there's somewhere else where gods go when they die. Yeah, and then there, there's like nine whole other realms or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you got a whole lot of things doing the one thing. Yeah. Lots of assistant managers in hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's really red tapey. <laughs> yeah, everyone in hell is just an assistant manager. It's the second most inconvenient uh, afterlife outside of, like, first being Dragon Ball Z. Because Dragon yeah. Ball Z, you have to wait in. It's the most, like, paperwork-filled hell. Yeah. You're going to you, walk such a long road. You just Only gotta, to stand in line. You no, know, that... After you stand in line, you got to walk the road. Oh, the road's after the line. Yeah, that's if you want to get to um, uh, Kai. Oh, that's insane. Because uh, you got to wait in the line forever. And then he, like, talks about his desk for, like, 20 minutes. Hmm. And then you get to walk forever. But if you fall off the track, you're in uh, a heffel. What? Yeah. A heffel. They didn't want to say hell. Oh. So they put two lines uh, in the American version to make it H-E-F-L. Oh, wait. So if you make it to heaven and you try to ascend higher and you trip, you end up in hell? Yeah. That's lame. Well, but like it's... It's, do you remember the hell in Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, with it, the beach guards. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. two, like, workout dudes in a fountain that uh, I think is blood, but it just kind of looks like fruit punch. <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't seem that bad. Like, Goku falls into there and then gets out. Oh. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway, that concludes the Dragon Ball Z portion. <laughs> <laughs> covered that. You guys ready to get into this? Yeah. Yep. So, I should probably start, I guess, because I think I got the... Well, me and Devin have the same amount. Well, we want to cover Devin's all stuff. the uh, Age of X-Men stuff first, and then we'll get into... Uh, 
Okay. Yeah, we can. I mean, but that puts you having two, and then... Um, I have three. You have three for Age of X-Men? Yes, because I'm doing... You only told me two. I'm doing your Nightcrawler. Or no, Next Gen, Marvelous, and I... Yeah. All right. So, uh, Next Gen is... I think it's still the best of the group. Um, as in terms of, like, like an original story you're getting. Because they're all hinting at the same thing, I'm sure. Like, oh, this isn't the real reality. While well, everyone else is, like, you know, sheepling along to, like, oh, but this is great, right? Um, I'm just... What? I just gotta. This might not make any sense to you, but the way you said that, I'm like, sheep people. <laughs> I don't think I can get much to lie. No, I don't get it. Andres, you're a dreamweaver. Um, <laughs> go on. Uh, but next, next end to get a little weird because the last issue, it ended with a null. Like he was part of like a splinter cell group of. Uh, the extracts, you know, because they get high off of Unveil, and then Unveil's abilities sort of just make um, the mind control go away. So they remember what happened previously after the mind wipes that Nate does. Um, so it ends with that group saying, hey, we're going to blow shit up, you know, for love <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> for free love, we're going to set this bomb off and three there's like no reference to it at all but rock slide gets asked to find out what happened to the life seed which i guess hope used to the life seed yeah there's some life seed uh, it's just jizz well yes but right. they don't know that it's all right a thing. also weird that hope used jizz <laughs> but uh because supposedly hope reset the entire universe the way it is and died in the process. They uh, they send Rockslide on a mission to find out what happened to it. And most of the book is about him trying to find it and not being able to find answers in any of the library's catalog. And then he gets called into uh, the office of Madison Jeffries, who's one of the science guys. Uh, he talks to machines. He has, like, romantic relationships with machines. Because he understands them. Donald Trump. Kind of. He does machines. He does machines. Uh, and uh, he's like, hey, man, so I heard you're looking for the life seed stuff. Uh, you sure you looked everywhere? And Rockslide's like, uh, pretty sure I can't find, it. can't find it anywhere. And then someone comes in with, like, a rack of books and is like, hey, Mr. Jeffries, here are those books you wanted rebound and then suddenly there's just a book called like the history of the life seed <laughs> like on top of it and rock slides like uh that's not in the catalog for the library at all i've never seen this it's like oh maybe you missed it he's like i didn't miss it i checked like three times it's like hey maybe shut up <laughs> and take this book and read it and then um he goes and sees Glob, and he's like, man, I'm just trying to make sense of stuff, because I think there's some conspiracy. This book didn't exist, and now suddenly it exists, uh, and it's got all the answers, conveniently, that I'm looking for, that, uh, you know, of things I was questioning. And Glob's like, yeah, I know, it's crazy, right? 
Uh, and then Rockslide's like, you know what? Saying this out loud, it probably does sound crazy. I'm good. And then Glob's like, no, it's all a lie. <laughs> Reality's <laughs> fake. The cake is a lie. <laughs> he's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I was just thinking they're lying to me about a book. You're saying the entire reality's fake? Meanwhile, uh, Pixie thinks that Armor and Anol are hooking up because she catches them in her room and she thinks that uh, Armor's on Unveil because she's acting distant and weird. But it's because she just found out that the reality isn't real and that there's like a big conspiracy. Um, and that's that's it. That's the book. Yeah. That's next gen. And also, she's seen people dragged away. Well, she probably doesn't remember. Well, yeah, no, they both saw it. But, see, it's because of that uh, paraffin wax stuff that Armor, when she got covered in it, she didn't get her mind wiped. Yeah. Pixie got her mind wiped. And the unveil that Anol took made him remember the event. So, she's the only one who's, like, out of the loop. So, she thinks first that they're hooking up. Then she thinks that Anol's... Uh, Armor's drug dealer for Unveil because she finds an Unveil vial in the room. Um, it pretty much ends without being resolved, though. Yeah, I mean, they're doing five issues, so it's probably just... Yeah. It'll nothing's going to really be resolved to the fifth issue. Yeah. Yeah. Where And we all know the resolution is just going to be, ah, it was all fake. <laughs> it's all a lie. <laughs> uh, Angel, Angel's the dean. That's weird. I don't think he's got all that cash money. Yeah. Fucking. Angel's the dean? Yeah, of the school. Dean Worthington. That's a private school, right? Man, I. Kinda. I've seen too much community recently. <laughs> and I'm picturing, like, him with a fruit hat in Maracas. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of. Were the... you expect Dean someone else? <laughs> I was thinking of the dean uh, from community, but wearing, like, um. Sexy lady costume, angel wings, yeah. <laughs> but like with nothing else on. Like it's like I'm Angel, and the Dean. Yeah. Oh, anyway, that that's next gen. It, it's interesting. Alright. I'm I'm wondering like what's up with the whole uh, life seed thing. Like where? Yeah, yeah, I get it. It's just yeah, <laughs> it is. No. They knew what they were doing. I mean, like. Because there is some big uh, cataclysmic event that supposedly starts off their whole history that involves the sacrifice of Wolverine, Hope, and Logan. Who? Wolverine? Yeah. They always talk about Logan. Like, that's why um, Glob's chickens that he talks to and feeds. Is that their Old names Man Logan? Are Hope, Logan, and uh, Scott. No. No, Wolverine, just Logan, Logan. You said Wolverine and Logan. Yeah. You said Hope. I said Wolverine, uh, Hope. Oh. Logan and Wolverine. Sorry, no, no, no. So Hope, Wolverine, and, and Cyclops. All right. Okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're pulling Marvel, trying to put in too many Wolverines. <laughs> Wolverine's everywhere. <laughs> Speaking of which, I got three books of Wolverine I'm covering <laughs> this week. Okay. Want okay. me to head into extracts? Sure. Well, Since they're tied. I mean, you only got one to do, so I guess it doesn't really matter when you even yeah. go. Well, I'd rather do him in the middle of yeah. break his up. So yeah, last we left off with extracts, he was sending his uh, group, or Apocalypse was sending his group on a mission. And it goes a uh, flashback here, and it shows him breaking Kitty Pride out of jail, because apparently he needs her help, and she's actually the one who gets Evan for him, to you know, because he wants his mm-hmm. son. 
So they get end up getting him back, and, and then it cuts back to present time, and he's helping her like learn about the menorah, crap like that, because he's giving her information she doesn't remember. She feels like it's because religion. She, yeah, yeah. She's remembering those memories. Those memories. Memories. It's fucking Colossus thinking of those memories. Yeah, <laughs> constantly thinking of those. He is. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's what's so great about astonishing. A Colossus fucking drunk. Just, I am not getting late anymore. He, he showed up in here, too, in a random page. Just crying and painting still. Yeah, that, that's what he's doing in uh, Marvelous. <laughs> just <laughs> crying and painting? Basically. So he man, shows I want to like, like Colossus, man. <laughs> man, that's the best Colossus. Crying, painting Colossus. <laughs> So it goes back in Genesis. Apparently, I didn't know they could do that. Can Apocalypse change the way he looks? Like a hundred percent? Yeah, he like. Well, uh, I don't know about a hundred percent, but I know he can warp like weapons onto himself. He could do a lot of things. But like Mystique level? Uh, I mean, I know he can change his body into different things. I mean, I would assume that he could probably warp into people. I thought it was like Fanta- like Mister Fantastic, not like Mystique. Isn't uh, I think Mister Fantastic can do that, like because he can change around his face. Isn't what he can do like basically? power siphon like doesn't he gain the power of his host when he transplants into a host i don't know to some degree i do think he gathers up powers but yeah. that's probably how he does it yeah but um yeah miss marvel 2 is another one who like she can stretch out but she can completely change what she looks like because i thought that yeah isn't she that, can completely do that isn't that why um she just never does it uh cable or strife was seemingly going to be the perfect vessel for him because he was supposed to be so powerful and a power set that he doesn't possess yet. Yeah. Yeah, because <clears throat> yeah, Genesis here, they show up, and uh, Genesis is looking like just an old random dude. Isn't that why he made Strife? I know, I'm like <laughs> interjected. Didn't he clone Strife from Cable to be a vessel for Apocalypse because he would be I, stronger? <clears throat> I believe so, but then Cable bested strife so he was seen as inadequate next week we're covering all of age of apocalypse <laughs> yeah just funny we were just talking oh yeah a lot oh, was about strife x-force had all that crap in there yeah so yeah genesis says like he learned some information from the villagers or whatever and uh there was a group of mysterious strangers like coming out of the woods and he was, uh, the other extracts were like are they talking about us maybe the x-men the extracts it turns out it was a different group and it shows up, and it's like some... Well, I don't know if you guys read this issue. Did you read Extracts? No. Nope. So it's like a weird group of mutants never seen before. They're in black and yellow, and they're like, you know, us? They were led by the Siberian. He looks kind of like an old Iceman, but he's not Iceman. Okay. And they got a bunch of dudes. One looks like Rock Slide. You got one girl, like, flying, shooting lightning, but she's not Storm. Oh, so they're like X-Men clones, kind of. Yeah, it's like weird, because I can't tell who a few of these guys are. You got a red dude flying and a bat person oh okay it's dc yeah it, it shows a it's the justice league we talked about when uh he had evan or maybe i talked about it he had evan with him at that rally you know when he gave that speech to marvelous yeah or to the other x-men which is also weird because in i think in extracts he sends evan off yeah on it, that adventure but then when he's at the rally in marvelous yeah evan's with him and he kisses him yeah, it was an illusion it shows in this issue Oh, okay. So he, he was casting the illusion, and he said, you know, how was, you know, he's asking Dazzler, like, how was the illusion or whatever, and then he ends up sending it off and said, it, you know, it was tough to do that crap, but he did it. Oh, no, he was talking to Kitty Pride. Okay. And then, you know, we got Colossus crying. <laughs> or maybe it was like a retcon of like, oh, shit, dude, oh. I totally forgot that you were going to send Genesis off to do a different thing, and we, uh, 
we drew him in the rally, so you got to figure that out. They call Evan, <laughs> they call Evan Genesis now? Isn't he? Yeah. 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 And his dad's Apocalypse? Yeah. Well, some religious stuff going on here. <laughs> like forever, bro. <laughs> yeah. They actually used iBoy, like, fantastic in this issue. Oh, yeah, I remember making fun of him. <laughs> yeah. Because he, those dudes show up, and iBoy pulls out his guns, and it just zooms in on all his eyes, and he's just shooting everybody. Oh, that makes sense, because he could see everybody all the time. Yeah, it was the most badass shit I've ever seen from him. But, of course, he was using rubber bullets like a bitch, and uh, the guys just got back up. X-Men don't shoot people. <laughs> iBoy doesn't. And then Dazzler did ex- the same exact thing, but actually knocked everybody out. Oh, okay. So that was the end of that fight. And uh, that's about the end of that that issue there. Cool. Oh, actually, no, it wasn't. <laughs> we gotta figure out how to end these. <laughs> yeah. No, what's his name? Omega Red, because that's in the background, you know? He's yeah. out there. He kills all those mutants. All that Wait, random, all the ones that they didn't kill? That random team that Dazzler knocked out and then they escaped. Um, they were, like, kind of wounded, a couple of the X-Men, so they were running away, and then they were worried that those dudes were chasing after them. Uh-huh. But, no, uh, iBoy could see with his eyes from very far away, apparently. Sorry, that, uh, I punched the mic. Omega Red had killed all of them and left a note. Right. In Russian. Of course. And then someone saw this and went, oh, someone had a seizure on a piece of paper. (laughs) (laughs) And it handed a weapon out to Captain America, who would later hand it to his head No, it wasn't really important. It's pretty much what you would guess. He says, I'm going to kill these guys. I don't like them. How many Age of X-Men books do you have to cover? None. Oh, well then, yeah. Mine are all Wolverine. Okay. You couldn't give me a Wolverine book to cover? <laughs> I, I enjoy reading the Wolverine ones. Okay. I didn't enjoy reading Nightcrawler. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Night, the amazing Nightcrawler book. Um, I really fucked up. I'm picking. <laughs> <laughs> I really fucked up, you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess he he just got home from issue two. Issue two, didn't he like go to that secret orgy place and then yes. it turned out orgy. I picture him showing up and he's with Dennis. Like, what's the password? Like, orgy. Yeah. So he gets home and Mystique's there. And uh, he's Aww. like, no, he's like, who are you? And she's like, I'm your, uh, forget it. And he's like, wait, what? Who are you? And then he chases her. And she, like, gets out of there, and then they fight, and then she kicks him in the nads. And then he's like, ah, oh, damn it. And then he teleports to her and punches her in the face. But then she beats him up, and then she disappears, and he's like, uh, who was that lady? And then he goes to his room, and there's a file. And then there's, like, a little girl who looks just like him in the file. And he's like, she's mine. It's <laughs> so weird, right? Because he's just word. like, word for word. He's That's just weird. like... She's mine. Like, it's my kid, but it's not my kid. Sounds but like she's that, mine. You know, speaking of parallels, just to mention uh, the Dead Man Logan uh-huh. that I'm reading, he goes to this one woman, and uh, he's like, this little girl, like, I'm giving you all this money for this little girl. She's like, why? He's like, she's my wife. She's like, gross. <laughs> he's like, no, in the future. <laughs> so, it's essentially the same thing that you said. That's gross. I think this is his sister, though. Because, uh, again, this is, it's a weird is parallel so with, because uh, I'm reading The End uh, by Claremont, 
and I'm just in that first part. Uh, I think it's Dreamers and Demons, and I just finished it. And uh, uh, Nightcrawler's sister is a hound, and like Jean puts her like in, like in this weird stasis, and then she just transports Nightcrawler from where he's at. And oddly enough, in that future, he's an actor, and he's on like a late night show showing them how teleportation works and she just plucks him from that and he's and she's like hey that's your sister she's a hound uh fix her and like that's sort of it in there but like it's just weird that i never see his sister get brought up but she's brought up there and now in this she's brought up so also it, it has its own baby picture no it's he a girl. dressed him up is it like some <laughs> blue chick or is it rogue no, no, it's it's a blue chick. Um, I don't know how to pronounce her name exactly. It's uh, it's weird. I think it. Uh, she is just it gets called, I think she just gets called T. Nomar. Is it Nomar? No, it's not Nomar. That's a call ahead to a reference I haven't made yet. No, <laughs> um, it's something Jean. I'm I'm forgetting on what the uh, the first part of her name is. Is it Billy? Billy, <laughs> Billy Jean. Yeah. It's not my love. No, I don't believe so. Uh, oh, uh, Tenia? So it's Tenia not Jean. quite Tania. Tina. Or, yeah, Tania. Tania Jean. <laughs> Tania? Never yeah. heard of her. Well, it, yeah, she never gets used a lot. So it's just this weird, like, parallel between what I'm reading personally and then this so she's all like used twice in anything you've ever read <laughs> yeah and it's those two things yeah um so what's her face megan comes over and she's all like yeah the enchantress lady yeah it's drake and josh oh um <laughs> this i was sucks. poor didn't have nickelodeon i don't really get all the drake and josh references uh but so <laughs> playing the small violin don't do that <laughs> You're playing it horribly. Your thumb's on top, then it's on bottom. What's going on? <laughs> just, you pluck them, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so she's all like, hey, what's the deal? You didn't have sex with me and all those people. And he's like, yeah, felt weird. Um, and also, there was a lady here. And she was like, oh, was there? And he's like, yeah, she was weird. She beat me up. <laughs> and she left this <laughs> picture. Um, I think... I don't know who this is. I just know she's mine, and I gotta go see her. And they like get a location from one of the uh, cuckoos, and she's all like, "Hey, I know you're lying to me, but like, don't lie to me. But like, also don't think too hard because I don't know, want to know what's going on." And then they go to some mall to do like uh, a public, like a press conference, like just I don't know, some PR stuff. Did you believe there? No. I don't think so. It's not a mall scene without Jubilee. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, they go to this mall to do some PR stuff because that mall is in the area that supposedly we gotta learn how to not just. I with know, hands. Uh, but it's it's in a it's in an area where the girl uh, Tania is, and they're trying to like make it not obvious that he's going to find this person. Like he even tells, uh, I think it's Irma, like, hey. It's one of my fans that I'm looking for. But really, it's not his fan. He just, I don't know, he just knows it's his. 
Whatever it is, she's mine. <laughs> but when they get there, uh, what's the 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 rival studio? Was Mastermind whatever, yeah. right? Sure. They're there and they're like, "Hey, what are you doing on our turf?" And then it's basically like the uh, Anchorman fight, <laughs> kind of. I, I was gonna guess like, and it uh, ends. <laughs> it ends right there. I was gonna guess like the newsies, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're, like snapping at each other, <laughs> kind of. Um, since I got three more books and you got two more, I know we we're doing uh, the Age of X Men stuff, but I think I should interject with a book real quick. That way. We don't have to keep on doing stuff in it. We like you don't have to do stuff in a row, and I don't have to do stuff in a row. Yeah, man, sure. Say all that stuff on mic. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you just not cover my books. It's fine. You just keep. <laughs> um, we'll get it in post. We won't. <laughs> I'm gonna do like the Marvel intro. It doesn't. <laughs> I need up. more pages. Uh, so anyway. I'm going over issue two of Major X, which it won't take long. I don't have a lot to say about it. Uh, the art's art great, better. though. No. Yeah, <laughs> so no more Liefeld on the art. Bad news is he's still writing the book. Um, which And doing the covers. Yeah, which, yeah, God, that arm is fucked. <laughs> and then Wolverine is like his face looks photoshopped onto his body. Yeah, that was And really his bad. claws are all pointing up. Like, it's a really yeah. weird thing. Yeah, and then his face, and then I noticed his claws after I showed you guys that image. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, like growling, but he's got no bottom teeth. He's like, <laughs> like, all top lip. Is he's doing. very intensely biting his bottom lip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which, man, he's trying to make sexy face, and it looks weird. <laughs> they're like a, um, yeah, like a boy band, like how they're posing on the front. And the guns look like fake toy guns. Yeah. And Wolverine's claws are about two feet long. And they're crooked. Yeah. So, Rob Liefeld, if you listen to this, like, glad to have you as a fan. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's not a fan. He's just making a list of people. Not after this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, they switch to, switch to Brent Peoples. But, uh, Actually, I'm not hating the story of this. I just hate what Rob Liefeld is naming people. Oh, yeah. Um, like, there's an ancient ancestor of Namor, and his name is Nomar. Nice. Yeah. Which, and then there's, like, shark skin, and just a bunch of stupid... And then, um, like, Hank McCoy. It's spelled M apostrophe K-O-Y. And every time I read it, I go, M-Coy. <laughs> <laughs> So most of this book is uh, set up to the universe where uh, Major X came from. Is that an ancestor to Hank? Uh, it's, I think it's Hank? supposed to be Hank. Oh. Um, just uh, like a different universe. They're weird. They call him Unkoi. <laughs> so, um, but it's mostly just the setup of like the shit that's happened in that universe. Uh, so it takes place in like um, after. The current timeline where, like, uh, the mutants have figured everything out and they're, like, actually a peaceful society. Right. And they're, like, in their own, like, universe bubble uh, where nothing can, like, come and harm them. Except, like, some dude has to maintain it and he has to, like, pass it on to the next person. And because once he dies, if nobody else takes it, like, it all fades out of existence. Uh, And they made, like, a deal with Atlanteans, so... That mutant society 
and the Atlanteans like work together on shit. Uh, and it's implied that there was some type of falling out. They didn't really show what it was. But the falling out is why he's like, uh, Major X is running from uh, that dimension. Because he's running from Atlanteans? Yeah. That's and cool. So, like, Cable goes with um, Major X to the other universe to help him figure out the problems. It's old man Cable? Yeah. Not kid Cable. Yeah, well, because when he came back to um, the present, it wasn't actually the present, it was the past, like, way past. Yeah. Major so, X is. Yeah. When Major X went back in time, he didn't go to our present where Cape, older Cable's dead. He went even further, and it's why all of X-Force is, like, in their retro clothes and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so they, they uh, Cable and Major X get to that dimension. They get attacked by uh, Sharkskin, who's, like, this Hulk-type dude, but with, like, pointy ears and fins on his arm. Uh, arms, both of them. <laughs> and then... Uh, some dude who's wearing pink, who looks like Mr. Fantastic, named Eel, uh, who they actually shock to knock him out. So, I don't know how good of an eel he is. Well, he's just eel, not an electric eel. Yeah. <laughs> man, he's, he's weak to fucking electric types. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then uh, there's another dude. Uh, fuck, what's his name? Undertow. Yeah. Which is, is another like, guy. Which sounds like... You know, like a, a toe fungus character. Yeah. <laughs> it's not um, a good one. So he shows up while they're, uh, Cable and Major X are fighting um, Sharkskin, Eel. Uh, Sharkskin and Eel, and then he blows like fucking everything to shit, and that was the end of the book. Phenomenal. Yeah, yep. just some... 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. For Claremont. For Claremont, this is a great book. You're saying Claremont? I think you mean... Or not Liefeld. Claremont. For uh, Liefeld, this is a great book. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't sound bad. Yeah. I just... I hate the names. I hate yeah, the, the names. the names are a little cheesy, but... So much. I get, those are, I get it. Those are all, like, water water types, right? Yeah. They're all water types. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So Eel. Eel is a plastic type, I guess. A rubber Plastic type? type. But even not a good one because he's still weak to electric? Yeah. 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 Um, so. He's just like a piece of bubble gum. <laughs> marvelous. Uh, which is obviously like the flagship Age of X book, right? Speak Marvelous. Yourself. Yeah. Should yeah. be. It is. It's the main story book. Um, it's the X Men. Yeah. They, uh, which you're finding out more and more, like, the X-Men are just, like, kind of a joke. They're just a face of superheroes. Like, Department X like really does everything. Yeah. yeah. They're, like, They're just um, figureheads. I'd compare them to, um, Captain America, the first Avenger, at the beginning, how, um, he's just, like, a spokesperson for yeah. the war. Yeah, he's a PR thing. Yeah. He's not really doing anything. They're, like... You know, just go out there, make like act like you're punching Hitler, and people. We're here every I'm time. Trying. <laughs> We're trying so hard. Every time. Justin's trying to slowly pull out his wing. No, no, yeah. he's slowly pulling out candy <laughs> bit by bit. Sour it's so candy, much worse than pulling out his dick. Is he's just <laughs> he's he is. So you're saying you'd prefer if Justin pulled out his dick? No, both are bad. <laughs> this is worse because it's. But I'm saying you'd prefer. Because <laughs> <laughs> at least for comedic effect, I'd get it. <laughs> we're not being taped. 
You'd have our reactions. He is. I'd know. He is I'd... one by one pulling out pieces of candy yep. <laughs> from his pocket that are in a wrapper that is just ah. it's far down in there. Yeah. Is it that loud though? Really? <laughs> I've heard it every time. Oh man! Should have told me the first time. Just now told me. <laughs> you have headphones on. Just pull it all out at once. I'm going to tell you the, truth. On the table. My headphones aren't working. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you say anything? We were already rolling. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> You're wearing them. Yeah, I'm wearing them. That's true. <laughs> just, just. Mikey will edit this out. Pull I'm gonna have some, your candy I'm going to have some self control and, and I'm not going to eat table. my candy, okay? <laughs> Well, I'm getting some coffee, so you guys go ahead. Oh, now I'm eating the candy. <laughs> Actually, that's fine. Fuck you. So how's the candy, Justin? It was good. It's delicious. <laughs> we had to take a candy break. Oh. Always. Uh, anyway, uh, marvelous. So they were building up a lot of tension between... Um, Storm and Magneto, like they were gonna fuck each other up uh, in the last issue, and there were already like rips in reality where Magneto's seeing like past fights of them, and uh, for some reason Storm happened to be walking past like his window, and she saw the rip in his wall, it like of reality, and it's like they're seeing memories and live events that had taken place in the real world sort of spill out. And so, uh, this, like, it sort of ramps up in issue three, like, they're going to fight, um, and then they both, they meet up, and they leave, and they go into, like, this remote area, and Storm has this giant thunderstorm going on, and, uh, Magneto's in his, like, in a Magneto-sphere, and <laughs> they're like... All right, finally we can talk. <laughs> like all Wait, that, now that we're in this Magneto scene. All, all that just so they could have a private conversation. Like fucking weird, right? The thing in my wall. <laughs> it's like a, it's like the X Men version of that Key and Peele sketch where they're trying to call their wives bitch, but they don't want their wives to hear. Kind of. So, so like I says, I says, bitch. Yeah. So there was, like, all this animosity going on between the two of them and them, like, them having, like, different, like, opinions on whether or not the X-Tracks needed to be dealt with or whether or not they were just going to be left alone. That was another thing that happened is, like, the X-Men sort of split between who wants to go and stop the X-Tracks and who thinks that they should just be left alone. And, of course, they take opposing sides, um... And then, of course, you have a cutaway of, of Colossus crying and painting. <laughs> it's like, why do I have a boner? Why, it with his penis? why does this woman vex me so much? No, he's just pining about uh, Shadowcat. <laughs> I, will, I shall cry in pain. I think he's going to come back and still be like... I make watercolor with my tears. <laughs> It'll come back Very and then nothing will happen with that relationship again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And then he gets all the memories back from when she hoed him in gold. Yeah. <laughs> have, you guys, oh. have you guys seen that uh, that picture somebody drew? And it's like Shadow Cat sticking her ass through a wall. And oh. Coloss- <laughs> there's a bunch of holes in the wall. Oh, I and saw Colossus that. is like, fuck you, I'm not falling for that again. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was funny. 
Um, anyway, they, they, they did a thing sort of like that. Like, they did a joke in uh, back in Astonishing with uh, Whedon, where she falls through the floor, and all yeah. she has is the, the sheet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, They've already made sense. Well, no, she's naked, isn't she? Or is, and she grabs a sheet? Well, she falls into a living room. Yeah. So where, why would there be a sheet there? I don't know, like a blanket. <laughs> no, she... I think she falls with it. All right, maybe. Yeah. I thought she fell with it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> so they're like, finally, some privacy so we could talk. Except unbeknownst to them, uh, uh, Nate Gray is just sort of hovering outside of the planet's atmosphere, just looking at it, like, meditating, because he controls it all. And then, while they're talking, he just shows up like, hey guys, been looking for you. <laughs> I gotta show you something. And they're like, uh, okay. And then they go to this weird volcano, and, like, the phoenix is in the volcano, which is really weird. And it's, like, more memories, and it's, like, they're watching Cyclops yell at Xavier, that's, you're not my dad, and That's weird them. that the phoenix is there. Yeah. Well, it's weird, and why reference AVX, but whatever. Well, and also, the phoenix is in Wolverine. Unless the whole catalyst thing is... Because you consider who's dead, supposedly, by their estimation. It's Xavier, Hope, Cyclops, and Wolverine. Well, aside from Wolverine, the only major event with those three was AVX. Cyclops had the Phoenix Force. The Phoenix was corrupt and angry, killed Xavier. Hope took the power, brought back mutants. Yeah, Wolverine didn't do much in that. No, he was just a traitorous Dick. bastard. Which, by the way, I got to bring this up because fuck you. <laughs> uh, I was reading War of the Realms the other day, and I was telling Devin, I was like, finally, um, a good Marvel event. It's been a long time since. <laughs> and he was like, dude, AVX was fucking awesome. I was like, that came out seven fucking years ago. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, keeps bringing it up like it just happened. <laughs> like, it's... Told him X-Men hasn't been good in a long time. And he was like, dude, Bendis. It was like, that was five years ago. <laughs> it was, though. It's crazy. I don't know, I liked Inhumans vs. X-Men, so. Yeah, but you have a weird thing going on with you. <laughs> I... You also like the third X-Men movie. I didn't like what they did to Storm. They made Storm a hypocrite in that. Like, yeah. I liked Captain Marvel until Civil War Two. So, yeah. you know, they, they take Bendis characters did a shit and job they make Bendis wrote her in Civil War Two. Bendis wrote Civil War Two. Maybe he thought she needed to be a dick. I don't know. Someone's got to be a dick in the Civil War. But yeah, they made an Iron Man last time. Well, even then, no. Like they were both dicks in the <laughs> first one. You're the only one who agrees with Iron Man on the in the he first was a one. Dick. No, because Iron Man made sense. He cloned Thor like a complete asshole. Yeah, he cloned Thor. He teamed up with yeah. super villains. He controlled supervillains. All right, all right. I'll put it this way. He made the a Suicide Punisher, Squad. The Punisher was like, dude, you're going too far. Yeah, and then he was like, yeah, fuck, I went too far. <laughs> See, that's remorse. Said he was a dick. <laughs> but he didn't start off being a dick. Steve Rogers started off being a dick. I don't know, he, he mentally manipulated Peter Parker. No, he didn't. Uh, unmasking himself. No, yes, he, didn't. he did. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Uh, he doesn't. He had a conversation. Books. No, he did not. No, he told them, like, if you're on my side, you have to do that. Yeah, because that was the whole point. Yeah, and it ruined his life. It killed his aunt. 
That's and then he asked him for help, and he was like, nah. That's circumstantial. Anything could have killed her. She was like 97. But he straight up was like, my aunt will die if this happens. He's like, not won't. <laughs> yeah, that's a dick move. Go on, he was a dick at Civil War. He was also right, though. Was he, though? Yeah, that the country was going to make the Superhero Registration Act regardless. He was the only one fighting it in court. He was on their side initially. Yeah, but he was also locking he believed, his friends in the negative zone. and He believed that I mean, they needed... Civil War just came out, so... He believed that they needed to control it in some way. You're a fascist, man. No, control the registration. <laughs> Which he did. He kept the identities of everyone private. Did he? He did. Did he? Yes, that's why... Did he? Yes! Did he? Yes! No, he did not. He made Peter take off his mask <laughs> on TV. Because he needed a poster child. Yeah. And it got his aunt killed. <laughs> Again, circumstantial. It's not circumstantial. She could stop a toe and die. <laughs> then he was like, you guys can't live here. <laughs> and then his aunt got shot. Circumstantial. And he made him beat the shit out of himself with his own suit. That was great. <laughs> and nobody trust Iron Man for years after that. He, I don't know. He was right. I still don't trust him. He was right. He was, he was, he not, was right. He was not any more right than Captain Marvel. No, Captain Marvel was wrong because she was going off of shit that people didn't even do wrong yet. Yeah. Like she was trying to convict people. Yeah. And then they found out his powers were fallible and that a lot of times whatever he saw was going to happen didn't yeah, even happen. Yeah, she said if, you, if she saved one life, then it's fine. Yeah, that's absolutism. That's wrong. Yeah. That's not what Tony I'm not saying doing. she's right. I'm saying she's as wrong as Iron Man. <sighs> not in that story. Iron Man's totally right in that story. But in the first Civil War, no. No, he's right because he's like, well, we can control he the registration. He's wrong. He says he's wrong. They made him say he's wrong. <laughs> well, no shit! <laughs> it's not gonna... What do you think it's gonna be of his own volition? <laughs> like, did you hear Iron Man? Actually, not a writer. The dude in the comic forced his way into the real world and said he was wrong about Civil War. Cap. Cap was wrong. Cap was emotional, and he's the one who even started the war in the first place. But the Cap ended up being right. So I think we can all no all agree that Iron Man was wrong, and we can move on with the X Men. We yeah. can't all we agree can't. that yeah. Iron Man was wrong. I disagree. <laughs> Let's put it to a vote. Everybody, everybody uh, anyway, go on the Facebook page and tell us how much you think Devin's wrong. Oh my god! Whatever. <laughs> anyway, my po- <laughs> my point being is that they wrote Storm uh, like. As if she couldn't stand whatever Cyclops did, supposedly. Which, I mean, we all find out in Death of X is nothing. Right. Yeah. But she's so disappointed Literally, Yeah. Not even like it wasn't as big of a deal. He literally didn't do anything. Yeah, he was literally a victim and died. (laughs) And even then, his memory gets used as... Uh, Do you hear what Rosenberg came out and said, though, about the whole I was wrong thing? No. He said uh, that Cyclops wasn't saying he was wrong about everything. He was saying about uh, there's aspects he was wrong because Cyclops never deals in absolutes. Yeah. Yeah. He was wrong in his approach. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. It's recorded. 
Nobody's arguing with that. <laughs> We're saying you're wrong about Iron Man. <laughs> but I'm saying your your thought on that is canonized now. Oh, yeah. That, that Cyclops didn't say he was wrong about everything. It was that he took the wrong approach and that he's willing to admit that because he doesn't... He's, he never is like, oh, I'm definitely fucking right and everything. Yeah. Um, But anyway, I didn't like what they did with Storm in that because... Then she became the extremist in AVI. Uh, I. Extremist. I mean, X- XVI, not AVI. XVI. Did she? XVI versus Inhumans. Yeah. Yes! They it's, attacked the Inhumans. It's, um... Baselessly. It's IVX. IVX, yeah. Sure. I thought it was Emma leaving that. She agreed, though. They... And she's the one who you leads the experts. Emma extremist. doesn't lead... Emma's part of the leadership team, Didn't sure. she make the plan? Yeah, but they all co-signed the plan. And Storm was the leader of the X-Men at that point. Well, yeah, she was definitely a hypocrite because she yeah. was all shitting on Cyclops and then... Exactly, that's, that's my it. point. And then she went and does the thing that yeah. they blamed Cyclops for, starting a war with the Inhumans, even though he didn't. Um, all over, you know, the Terrigen, which, yeah, which is terrible, but, like, why did it take so long? Yeah, they were trying to move to the moon. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. Every once in a while, they do a thing with Storm. It's literally like, them just trying that? to replace where the X, where the Inhumans and the X Men are. Like, go live on the moon. That's where the Inhumans were. Yeah, he got a back or Black Bolt got a back fist to the throat. So that whole thing was great. Man, if you want to the whole story, uh, if you want to be interested in uh, Black Bolt getting fucked up, read uh, Death of Inhumans. <clears throat> yeah, but was it by Emma Frost though? No, that was the whole thing. Dazzler and Emma Frost team up. They make a disco ball. Yeah. <laughs> Whoop the shit out of the black bolt that way. That was great. They really can make a disco ball though. <laughs> I thought about reading Death of uh, Death of Inhumans just out of spite. It was really good because Tony Cates. Yeah. I mean, it, it also is basically. Uh, um, it's John, John Wick, Wick in space. Yeah. John Wick in space. Yeah. yeah. It even starts with the dog getting killed. Lockjaw? Yeah. Yep. No. Which Dottie Cates has been uh, writing for Marvel for, I think, two years now, and he's killed two dogs. Yeah, it's a dog a year. Asshole. Actually, it wasn't even a dog a year. He killed two dogs, like, right away. Because <laughs> <laughs> his, like, his first, uh, I think his first three series he wrote, uh, actually, a dog in each one. two <laughs> out of the first four, because Venom, No, I he just, started. he has a quota. He's got to average yeah. a dog a year. He killed one in Death of the Inhumans and Doctor Strange. Yeah. There'll be another one soon. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he killed, um, Rocket Raccoon. What? Dog Jason. Yeah. <laughs> he's killing animals. Yeah. Or at least he's supposed to kill Rocket Raccoon. But anyway, yeah, that's marvelous. Yeah. So <laughs> no, they just see... About a half hour ago. Yeah. They, they just see, uh... Some events take place from AVX, and they're like, what's this all about? And it ends. Fascinating. Yeah. So I guess I'll move on to Dead Man Logan. <laughs> I really... I, I wish everyone like, could see how much of an ass I'm being right now. I feel like you, uh, you wanted that to come off as sort of 
cinematic-y or something, right? Like something dramatic. It's just sexual. I went for. I thought it was sexual. I thought oh. the heat. But I, I feel like you actually forgot what it was called because you had to look at the title. Like, <laughs> you had to look at the cover twice. <laughs> no, that was the point. It was as long as you can feel it in your loins. It was like a sexy Mr. Rogers almost. Well, I'm feeling something in my loins already. I'd watch a sexy Mr. Rogers. <laughs> also known as Mr. Rogers. <laughs> all right. So... I know I say this all the time, but I feel I feel like it's the case most of the time. Not a lot happens <laughs> because we cover one issue at a time. But um, basically, what happens in this is uh, old man Logan sees goes to see uh, Steve Rogers because he wants to make sure, like, hey, bro, I know that. I mean, Wolverine doesn't talk like that. Hey, bub. <laughs> okay, well, hey, bub, because he's old. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, he goes teeth. and talks to Cap, and he, he's like, hey, dude, I know we like fought last time. Uh, cause I was like all fucked up by Mysterio. I just want to make sure we're cool. And, uh, he doesn't tell him at the time, but he wants to make sure. Cause he goes in knowing that Steve Rogers forgives him. Um, how does but, he know? Is he just guessing? Cause he, it's Steve Rogers. He like, he's saying like, I know Steve, like I know how he is. He'll forgive me. Um, he like, he always does, but he wanted to talk to him one last time because he's going back to his time, but he's not telling anybody. Yeah. Uh, and then after he talks to Steve, gets his forgiveness, he goes and talks to, um, I can't remember his name, uh, Mariko, yeah, I think Mariko, uh, yeah, uh, he goes and talks to Mariko, who's this woman that he used to be in love with, who, like, she went through a bunch of shit, and she's, like, out of the superhero game because of him. That's the woman he was gonna marry, right? Yeah. That told him to, kicked him to the curb, basically? Yeah. So he goes and talks to her and tells him, uh, like, tells her that, like, he gives her, like, all this money and he's like, look, I know you don't want to talk to me. And he, like, she's like, how did you find me? And he's like, uh, I'm good at finding people. She's like, I know you think that sounds cool, but you sound really creepy. Oh, yes. I'm glad <laughs> so, you said that because I was thinking that too. Yeah, because he, he says, that's like the third time he says it in the book. And uh, she's like, yeah, you sound really creepy. You don't sound cool when you say <laughs> that. So, like, he talks to her and there's, like, all these pictures of, like, a little girl that he has. And um, he's like, you see this girl? She's like, yeah, why do you have pictures of this kid? And he's like, she's my wife. <laughs> and she's like... Uh, he's telling this to Mary? Yeah, he's uh, telling her this. He's like, she's my wife. And she's like, she's a kid. And he's like, not now, like 50 years from now, in a different past, she's my wife. <laughs> my wife. But uh, <laughs> So he uh, tells her, he's like, I just want to make sure, like... Uh, she doesn't go through my future and doesn't have, like, the future that I saw her have and how much she struggled. So he gives her, like, a bunch of money and he's like, take care of this kid. Uh, make sure that she uh, never has to worry about anything in her life. And definitely make sure that she never marries Wolverine. And she's supposed but, to find the kid just from her kid picture? Uh, I can't remember. She like I think he gives her, like, a file. But then it turns out it's, like, the time traveler's wife and you can't change the future. And actually... She loses it all, betting it all on the ponies. It's it's more like um, uh, the, or the uh, time you, machine. It's more like you got mail, or uh, the lake house. You're just sending letters back and forth. Oh, <laughs> <Lame>. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he leaves her apartment, and he's like walking out, and just starts like sniffing the air, like he does. Oh my god, how many romance like how how many romance movies involve time travel? A lot, like so many. <laughs> But how many time travel movies involve romance? Probably all of them, too. Yeah. Back <laughs> to the Future's mom tries to fuck him. 
So, it's a little uh, romance. Yeah. That'd be weird going to the past and find out your mom's some danger slut. What? <laughs> like, she gets so hard for danger. Like, if somebody's, like, hurt or, like, so, uh, like somebody's trying to rape her in a car. Oh. I didn't write the movie, man. Zemeckis did. That is a thing that happens, though. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird to find out about your mom. <laughs> Um, so he's, uh, old man Logan's walking down the street and he starts like sniffing and shit like Wolverine does. And he's like, dude, I know you're out there. Um, he's like, we can either like have it out right now or like, I'm going to go sit at a bar and have a beer if you want to meet me there. So like, he just goes to a bar and like, he's talking to the waitress and, um, he's like, yeah, uh, get me two beers. She's like, you're getting fucked up, huh? He's like, no, I'm, like, expecting somebody, but also, I'm Wolverine. Yeah, let's get lit. <laughs> uh, so, it turns out to be uh, young Wolverine, or less old Wolverine, <laughs> I should say. And um, Wolverine uh, asks Old Man Logan about his, like, future and stuff. And he tells him, like, look, dude, I'm not going to tell you about your future because uh, it's already not going to happen. Like, I've already made sure none of that shit's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to upset you and be dangerous for the people around you. So I'm not going to tell you shit. Right. Uh, so then, because uh, yeah, Wolverine thinks he's like could be somebody else. But, like, dude, like, let's just fucking get drunk. So, like, they end up, like, uh, drinking for a while. And then some dude, like, freaks out at the bar. And they both, like, jump up with their claws. And then it goes to... Uh, just kind of goes forward to him with like Lob Herman and um, everybody else at like Jubilee and shit. And um, they send him back to the present or his present. Uh, and like Lob's like super upset about that. He's like, You're the only one cool to me. And he's like, Yeah, tell everybody to not be a dick to you. <laughs> uh, so they send him back to his time and destroy the portal. And uh, so he's back in the old man Logan timeline, which uh, is weird because this is six of 12. So so he clearly did not fix things. Uh, uh, not in the yeah. way he expects. At least, or at least there's gonna be a lot. They're gonna tell a uh, like a six issue arc of how he dies. Yeah, in his time. Yeah. So that was uh, Dead Man Logan issue six. You gonna read that oh. Baby Claws Infinity Watch? Baby <laughs> 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 Devin's going right now. No. Uh, you I mean, one? unless uh, no Uncanny's left. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought you had another one. Nope. Oh, yeah, then I'm guessing I'm reading um, Baby Claws. Oh, <laughs> I lied. I do. X-Force. Yeah, you dick. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I forgot about X-Force. All right, remember how uh, last week I was like, oh, it's finally getting good? Yeah. Did it get bad? It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the, what I thought was going to happen, at least what it seemed like, you know, it ends with... Uh, Strife and them being like fucking, we're not letting our timeline die. Fucking the guy. They're like, we're not letting our timeline die. Like, we're gonna hunt this guy down and not stop on him. my watch. But as soon as, because you know, time travel is what it is, as soon as extermination resolves, the world that was disintegrating around Strife in his like mansion thing uh, starts forming back up. So the time like it's fine so they're just like oh as soon as everything started fucking up it's good again 
should we still be mad? And Strife's like, yeah, we are. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it just it shows the history of everything, why they even uh, went to Transia and uh, what happened to Ahab and the hounds and all that. So all it is is the backstory of what you already saw. So yeah, they just fleshed it out more. Yeah. So that was issue six. And it, it ends with uh, Cable being like, all right, wow. all right, X-Force, peace. I got to go with Strife now. Wasn't the Rachel <laughs> stuff new or no? Or was right. that extermination? Do all the books with Cable new. right now end with him being like, I'm going to go with this guy. Because <laughs> that's how Major X issue two ended. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of what happened in uh, Champions, right? I feel like that's just what Cable does. I'm going to be with this one person fucking later, y'all. Yeah, and later then, whole team. Yeah, <laughs> like he, that's just what he does is he disappears with one person. Then that person's never to be seen again. Yeah. Like Hope. Yeah, or a side character anyway. saved by the yeah. bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, that, that's uh, <laughs> X-Force. So has Rachel been a hound ever since extermination? Yeah, yeah. That's lame. Well, wasn't she, or no, was this something we read? She's building a house recently. There's something she's, she's doing building, building a, a house. fucking house. I can't remember what it was. What was she building a house in? She was building a house? Yeah. I don't know. Is it Messiah Complex or something? We read something, and her and somebody else are building a fucking house. I, I have no idea. If you, if you people listening know what we're talking about. Wasn't that uh, the end of X-Men Days of Future Past or something? That is the end of X-Men. Yeah, I saw that and I hated the movie. Yeah. It's Gene. Gene is building the house. With, with Phoenix. S- uh, I mean, not Phoenix. Yeah. Magneto. Magneto. Yeah, and I remember it, it's sticking in my brain because I was like, this is fucking stupid. Lame. There's I don't like know why I thought it was like Rachel. a puzzle. The house. Yeah, I'm like, hey, I know you guys can float the pieces, but how do you know like the nails are in the right spot? <laughs> like, Gene doesn't know any of that shit. Maybe Magneto does. All the electrical and shit, they just didn't hook it up. Yeah. It dude. looks good on the outside, but it's fucked inside. Like, you can't, they can't, are they floating paintbrushes and then doing, like, several coats? Yeah. They can just feel it, guys. <laughs> feel the vibration. You <laughs> got that good vibration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just bumping Marky Mark. <laughs> Who could Marky Mark play in a fucking X-Men movie? Uh, who couldn't he play? Wolverine. He could play Wolverine. He could play Wolverine. Play. <laughs> ah, fuck you, I'm Wolverine. Bump. You talk about my mother? I would, I would actually love to see Marky Mark as Wolverine. He's like, I feel like he's about short enough. Yeah, he seems like it. Isn't he like 5'8 or 5'9? You're going to make me Google. Nope, you really Mark don't have Wolver- to. I do have we, to. We can keep on going. Yeah, to keep talking. You're the one next. <laughs> you got Wolverine Infinity Watch. Hey, man, you guys had a whole thing you could have done on uh, on Mark Wahlberg being Wolverine. <laughs> it's not my fault you can't pick up a bit. <laughs> I felt like, we, I thought like we, we finished that bit. He's 5'8". We eight. did. We 100% finished that bit. I, yeah. He's 5'8", that's short enough. Yeah, he's 5'8". Now we finished the bit. Yeah, usually bits don't require research. Yeah. Midway through. Maybe for yours they don't. <laughs> Mine are very complex. <laughs> so, speaking of uh, short, drunken dwarves. Yeah. Uh, Infinity Watch, or as uh, Justin called it, Baby Claws Infinity Watch. Um, so it starts out with like the Phoenix version of Wolverine and Thor, like old Thor. 
just kind of like chilling, uh-huh. talking about how they're not friends with each other, oh. um, which is a weird thing to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're enjoying beers together, and they're like, well, uh, Wolverine, or Thor's like, no, Wolverine's like, I made a, fr- uh, at least I made a friend out of this. And he's like, you're not talking about me, right? And he's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. And then that's like it's the like, end. Hey, man, know how you suck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're the two last people left ever. Like, maybe try to get along. Like, who are they doing that bit for, where they're like, we don't like each other? Uh, apparently he likes Loki. Yeah. So, uh, it goes back to um, current Wolverine chilling out with uh, Loki on a flying Valhalla ship, mm-hmm. and uh, they're making a beer run at a giant shoe, which I'm not making that up. That's a panel right here. They're oh, doing well, it's a giant shoe. It's a giant cowboy boot. Yeah, they're doing a beer run at a giant cowboy boot to get on their flying... Um, water ship, like Viking ship. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that's a bit uh, of 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 a thing that doesn't exist, right? A flying water ship. Why would it be a water ship if we're flying? I mean, I'm sure that thing can go in water. That's like the Mario ship or the Bowser ship from Super Mario Bros. Yeah, flying water ship. He knows what's up. Or it's just a flying ship, right? Because you wouldn't say a flying streetcar. It would just be a flying car. But what if it flies and if, drives? Yeah. Yeah, it's a flying car. It's a you wouldn't say- <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't call a car a streetcar. <laughs> exactly. You wouldn't call a boat a water Unless boat. it was named Desire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he goes to a beer run on a giant shoe. <laughs> and um, he opens a beer bottle with his claws. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a thing. They're in space and they're talking about also how they hate each other because that's a Wolverine thing. And um, they go and visit... Uh, Bats. If you read Doctor Strange, Bats is the dog that freaked out on um, Loki when Loki was a Sorcerer Supreme and ended up, like, having a heart attack and dying. And, uh, (laughs) so, like, uh, Bats comes out and he's, like, Logan's, like, is that a fucking dead dog? And so Loki introduced them to uh, to each other and Bats says, why don't you ask your friend here how I got dead? And Loki's like, you can't blame me for you being dead. Like, you could have used a couple more walks over the years. And he's like, yeah, I get I get that. Uh, which, that's the other dog that... Um, Kate's killed. Yeah, Kate's killed. But brought him back as a ghost. So they take bats on... Um, they So they drink beer with this ghost dog on their Valhalla ship in space. Which, I'm loving the sentences that this is allowing me to say. Because yeah. I... <laughs> Because they're definitely, like, this is a first. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, like, so Logan pours, like, the beer into this, like, old, like, helmet for him. And he's like, you think that's sanitary? He's like, you're already dead, but if you don't want want it, I'll drink it. Um, so Logan starts telling uh, Loki how he's, like, he knows he's going to betray him at some point in this and how he's predictable. He's like, all you ever do is, like, um, <laughs> uh, all you ever do is just, like, uh, you disappear or you reappear and you're a pain in my ass. Um, and uh, Loki says, everybody that's alive right now wouldn't be alive if I hadn't prevented their deaths. And he's like, maybe you're lying about that. I don't know. <laughs> so Loki freaks out and he calls him a cursed, drunken dwarf. Which and, is an uh, apt description. Yeah. That's the most apt des- description of Wolverine ever. Yeah. Um, so the, the person who kidnapped the... Because in the last issue, there was a guy with the time stone. Well, actually, 
Um, actually. Uh, when you consider his healing factor, he's probably never drunk. No, they state that he's he gets drunk. Yeah, he just sobers up real fast. Uh, no, he just drinks a whole fucking lot. <laughs> he's always drinking. He's the stoop dog of uh, beer. Huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, we're, like stoop dog still gets high, but it's just because he smokes so much weed. Well, he's never not high. But because uh, I thought too that like Wolverine probably never gets drunk because of his healing factor. Yeah. But they state a lot that he gets drunk. Yeah, I've seen it stated he gets drunk. I just think he drinks a shitload. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like uh, in the last issue of this, um, Richard Ryder, Ryder's brother, um, Robbie Ryder, it, he uh, in the Nighthawk series, uh, he becomes um, a member of the Raptors, which is like what Nighthawk is, but he's like a good version That's of it. Lame. Fuck you, man. I agree. You should like Nighthawk. It's a cooler Power Rangers. Lame. Fuck you. I wish you could be a Power if Ranger. If anything, that's like a second-rate Power Ranger. No, it's way cooler. It's a fucking Beetleborg. They can take on the fucking Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, the, They're is, designed to take on the Phoenix. That's what makes it more cheesy and horrible. That's what makes you more cheesy and horrible. <laughs> so they uh, they start ripping through like some of the lower-class Raptors. But, oh, what I was saying about last issue, before I was Fucking rudely interrupted. Um, but he uh, he kidnaps the guy who has the time stone powers, uh-huh. and he's trying to figure out how to get the time stone out of him. Um, so that's what happened in the last issue. So they're going up against the raptors, like some shitty lower class raptors. Uh, Every time you say that, I'm thinking it's like a sports team. Or yeah, me too. <laughs> like it is a sports game. team. No, I'm proud I mean, of you. like that. There's like you're talking about some game that's ha- gonna happen. They're going up against the Raptors. <laughs> They're a Canadian basketball team that's actually doing pretty good right now. <laughs> um, so like uh, <laughs> earlier in the book, uh, Loki accuses Wolverine of uh, and the X Men of like saying he says like all you guys ever do is fight robots, and. Uh, Wolverine's like, that's bullshit. We do more than fight robots. And of course, they, all the raptors are just a bunch of fucking robots. And he's like, hey, you do more than fight robots. Eh? <laughs> so he, he says, go find him and go fuck yourself. Um, so Wolverine takes off to go find Robbie and like the dude with the time stone. And then Wolverine runs throughout the ship and rips like everything in it open. And then like stabs his uh, claws into his arm and then his... Like, threw his arm into the wall and then stabs his other claw into the wall and opens up a big rift so all the raptors fly out of the ship. And it's, like, sucking away Wolverine, but he's stuck in the wall. Uh-huh. And then it closes up and he drops down. He's like, ah, oh, I've got rid of them. And he goes into the next room and all the raptors are in there. And they're like, dude, we can breathe in space. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, that did nothing. And he's like, fuck. So he has to start, like, tearing through them slowly. Um, so finally... He get like um, they drag him into space, and then he like goes around and fucking finds his way into where Robbie is, and like Loki Loki tries fighting him. At first, he tries tricking him into thinking he's Nova, uh-huh. and he's like, "Fuck you! I know you're not my brother," and starts attacking him. Uh, so Loki takes off, and he's like, "Yeah, you were right about me. I just kind of run." And uh, Logan's there, like all beat up, and uh, it's just Logan and Bats there, and. Loki disappears, uh, cuts away from them, and you see on Earth uh, Richard Ryder, or not Richard Ryder, but Anova walking up to uh, Richard and Robbie Ryder's house, like uh-huh. her parents' house. And he's dressed, uh, Loki's dressed as Anova uh, and says that he's um, 
cor- uh, like corpsman Lafay son. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm here to talk to you about your son, like talking to his mom. So this dude went and told uh, Robbie's Robbie Ryder's mom on him. Oh, yeah. And that was the end of the book. It's, it sounds like it should be cool. It's just a lot of space stuff about Darkhawks and... There was almost nothing about Darkhawk in there. <laughs> there, was, there was almost... There's like the last like six pages were Darkhawk. Okay. Um, and Darkhawk's Dark cool. Hawk. Fuck you. Um, I also feel like you got Dust. all my reactions uh, while no. you were saying it. Dust is cool. Huh? Dust is cool. Dust is... I don't know. I said Dust is cooler than Darkhawk. Cool. No. Darkhawk is... Pretty dope. Hey man, she can become a sandstorm. He can become a robot. A sandstorm like, will fuck up a robot. Not one that can destroy the fucking phoenix. Trash. Prove it. Because raptors done are it? made. They just did it. You don't read Darkhawk. That's why you don't know. <laughs> it was like a shoehorned thing to me. Th- that's literally their purpose. I know, and that's why it's trash. <laughs> it's what you said it was shoehorned, but it's the reason that there are dark hawks. That's also the reason why it's trash. It's the reason why you're trash. It might be X Men Three sucked balls. It probably did, but it's still fun. <laughs> it, for, did. it was still a fun watch. It, no, it wasn't. What? It's you now, Devin. You're... I'm reading Uncanny. I'm, I'm we're all going doing Uncanny. Oh, yeah. I'm not doing Uncanny. We're all doing Uncanny. Yeah, we're all doing Uncanny. I'm not doing But you ain't read shit, so I'm assuming you're leading on Uncanny. (laughs) I was trying to subtly go... I I did uh, extracts, okay? (laughs) Yeah, I know. It took a lot out of them. It did. (laughs) And I got those two uh, utopias. (laughs) Yeah, so... I wasn't prepared for this. So we got uh, (laughs) I did read the book. Wait, 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 wait. Devin's laughing because it was Justin's idea. It was my idea. Too, wait, wait. To take you, turns laughing. You, first of all, you read it. Yeah, I read it. Because we kind of talked about it just a little bit. Uh, and then even through our messages. But also, I watched you go through the whole book while he's talking about Wolverine Infinity Watch. <laughs> and then you go, I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, man. You're like no notes and just what? shooting off the whole story. <laughs> I'm like, I, I need some notes in front of me or something. That's why when you're like, we should split up the overviews, I was like, I'm pretty good with that. <laughs> I know, that's why I felt comfortable handing them over to him. <laughs> it's just funny. I watched you go through every page. How much Did you know? more prepared can you be? You Nobody it saw it. Mind. It didn't really happen. You're making this all up. All right. So Steve is talking. They're talking with Scott because always yeah, he, he shows up and nap. tries to give him some bullshit. Hands him a wet nap. And he goes. Uh, dr- it's, he just opens it up. It's like call me with a little a big lipstick stain on it. Yeah, it was actually a dry nap. I was going to say, but it's all smeared because it's a wet nap. Yeah. No, see, what happened was the package ripped and it got dry, so he gave him it like, I don't need this. Well, Clean it, up, throw it away for me, Scott. It originally was just a regular napkin, and then it was a wet nap, and now it's a dry <laughs> nap. Now it's a dry nap with a lipstick mark on it's it. It's like, call me, St- <laughs> call, call me Scott. <laughs> so Scott turned over some of those mutant terrorists, you know, Forearm and whoever the other no-name dudes are. Uh, samurai, which I don't know who the fuck Samurai is. Yeah. He's a friend of Forearms. Yeah, so clearly that's in his title. 
friend of Forearms. <laughs> yeah, it's his whole thing. So <laughs> to be ha- fair, he's on the team with a guy named Forearms. He hands him over to uh, Captain America, and Captain America's like, oh, our intel says you also have Hope, Banshee, and Dark Beast. Cyclops basically, no, we don't. And that's that. <laughs> there was a cool line, though. Uh, oh, yeah, that was... Yeah, where um, Steve imp- keeps implying that he's got to trust Scott and that, you know... Yeah, I'm trusting you, man. I'm trying to trust you. And then Scott's like, you know, you keep throwing this word trust around. And I'm culpable in whatever happens to these guys because I'm handing them over. And uh, I this seems like a pretty one-way road to me because I'm doing all the trusting. Yeah. And he's like, oh, good point. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, kind of not doing it. Here's, Here's a, a wet nap. nap. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have anything to say after that. But that's funny because you were. I was talking about the next line, actually. Yeah. I thought you were going to point out where I have to read this because it was so great. Uh, Captain America's like, you don't think this is your country anymore, Scott? Cyclops like, I'm a mutant, Steve. Any country I ever had has been taken from me long ago. I'm sorry you see it that way. I'm sorry you don't. I thought that was so fucking yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you're an American. And he's like, how? <laughs> he's like, we try to start our own country. We're going to go over that. <laughs> like, the yeah. founding of that in just a minute. And they, atta- they attacked it. Steve led the charge. Like, yeah. Like, you took my country. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, because if the whole country all your life was like, you don't belong here. So you're like, okay, I'll leave. And then you leave. And they're like, you don't get your own place. <laughs> yeah. And they blow it up. And then, but then one of the guys who was a part of, like, the beginning of the end for your country was like, hey, you know you're an American, right? Like, Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was written so well. And it's, I don't know. Rosenberg is, is dumb yeah. sometimes, man. Because yeah, he doesn't realize that. Like, obviously, you know. That his country always gets taken from him. Yeah. I think, um, like, I know I probably mentioned it before, but Rosenberg, I think, was just so perfect to take over uh, Uncanny X-Men. He's doing a great job. Yeah, it is really great. Uh, and LaRocca's art is amazing. He oh, just yeah. makes so many weird, subtle mistakes yeah. all the time. It always just bugs the shit out of me. Like, there was He's... the whole knuckle thing early on, and then there was, like, the hood, the magical hood that Scott yeah. wore in the last... He's issue. like um he's like the Christopher Nolan of like comic art where like he knows he's putting in stuff that doesn't make sense but he knows that most people aren't going to like notice. He's like Scott needs a hood for this but I don't want him to always have a hood. It's going to be gone. Like Dark Knight or uh they're like oh he's going to drive into this tunnel at 4 p.m. and when he comes out it's nighttime. <laughs> like nobody cares cuz Batman doesn't make sense during the day. So there ends up being some beef between Cyclops and Havoc, because they had that thing last time where Cyclops tried to kick Havoc out, wanted to talk just with Logan, and he keeps one wanting to just deal with uh, these leadership decisions with just Logan. He explains it and says it's because he's afraid Havoc's just going to go along with whatever he says, but he wants somebody to actually oppose him. So it comes down to they end up deciding, or Scott steps down as leader and wants it to be like a democracy voting type thing. And they all agree with it because they've all been leaders. And which was really weird, Joseph shows up. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah, he's just, okay. I see why you don't. All right. <laughs> yeah. You see? You're, well, just, you're just looking at me like, yeah, I fucking told you. I skipped a little bit. Actually, I only skipped one page because it immediately goes to uh, Juggernaut. And those uh, uh, Juggernaut fucking destroying well, some wood yes somehow. Well, yes and no. I mean, like, but linearly, like, so, like, they jump back and forth between being oh, yeah. in the bar and then that happening. But that's what was on the note. Because they, uh, I think, uh, Shan says something about it. Like, oh, is this about the secret note? 
Yeah. That Steve handed you, and uh, Scott's like, oh, I guess the rumor mill's still alive and well. Ha ha ha. It's a really stupid, like, office joke thing. Um, but that, uh, I think that's what was on the note. Something about the Was about the Brotherhood, yeah. Because they all thought that that was actually Magneto. And even they were like, why, well, we guess it could be Magneto. Because, I mean, Magneto's not officially part of the X-Men. And he showed up on that beat. And they, actually, they were both dead. They didn't, had no idea that Magneto was one of the uh, horsemen of yeah, salvation or whatever. <clears throat> so, yeah, that was... Oh, man, it was done so well, though. One of the weird things is that LaRocca, though, he draws Scott being like a normal-sized man whenever he's cl- like just in regular clothes. And then whenever he's suited up as an X-Man... He looks like so fucking big, like beefed, like yeah, like like, or tall? like suit, like just in general, like his shoulders are like wider, and he's yeah. just more muscular it's a padded overall. Suit. Yeah, <laughs> you think? Yeah, so it's basically they show up to stop the Brotherhood. All the X Men do. Motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, and there's a quick caveat. Uh, uh, caveat too that happens is magic proposes that since it's a democracy and anyone can put up a vote at any time, um, she votes that they accept Hope and Banshee onto the team. Yeah, should all pass sins forgiven. Yeah. Which I like that a fish like Dark Beast isn't a part of the team. Yeah, because I don't really like Dark Beast. Everybody but Dark Beast. (laughs) Pretty much. So, um, I do want to say this thing real quick that, uh, Rosenberg put out about his X-Men, uh, X-Men run. Uh-huh. Uh, two different tweets are kind of contradict each other. Because he said in one of his tweets that like somebody's like, oh, what other mutants are you killing next? He's like, oh, I'm not killing anybody else. Don't worry. But he, right before that, he put out a tweet that said, uh, I've written 37 X-Men comics. I've brought two characters back from the dead, one man, one woman, and killed six. Three women, three men, but the next two uh, who die are men. Huh. So, so he's not killing anymore after that. Yeah. Or maybe they're not mutants. Oh yeah. I mean, technically, Hope does assassinate a a senator, right? Yeah. I don't know if he's counting him though when he says Her. this woman, the senator. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because yeah, he said he killed six people. He didn't kill six mutants. Yeah. And then brought, but I do know the two characters he brought back are uh, Gene and. I'm uh, like Cyclops. I'm liking the uh, the openings to these though, like the inner monologues of Scott. Yeah. When they're happening, because this one was pretty good, talking about how like this all began when someone he cared about died, and it's ending with someone he cares about dies. Uh, talking about blindfold at first, and um, I guess one of the things that happens here is that Rain decides that she can't be a part of the X Men anymore, and. Uh, Scott wants to like in a way convince her to stay but also understand why she's leaving uh, and talk yeah. her through it and Wolverine's just like I'll let her go well like, also the first... it's his first um, it's his first act as not being the leader it's his first chance to be like I can't tell you what to do yeah um, but no I think I thought Logan was like why did you just let her leave no 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 Logan's the opposite Logan tells him to stop yeah. Logan's like, hey, hey, no, no, she's following the rule. If your heart, the first rule being, if your heart's not in this, don't be here. Yeah. And that's 
what Scott says in the first place when he I thought forms the I team. thought Scott said that, but I must have looked at it wrong. He said he said that um, he made that rule when he formed the team after breaking them all out. Was like, hey, I because the whole time he's been like, look, I don't really have the right to be your leader, but I'm gonna lead because that's what I do. Um, and everyone just followed him because usually he's the leader. Like they've all been leaders, but not while he's been on the team. Um, and they have, like you said, this is the one capacity where he's like, hey, I'm just a teammate. So yeah. I can't tell you what to do, but like, like honestly, what are you what, telling me, bro? Not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, what are you going to do though? And she was all like, I don't know, try to live a normal life. But that also that pool of, that you no, know, we're hated even more now, and now we're tr- like, we're back to square one. Everyone's trying to eradicate us again. Like, what are you doing? And the 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 parallel of this and Utopia right now of like. In this book, he is giving up in the whole idea of being a leader, and in Utopia, you see him be, like, the best leader he's ever been. Yeah. I saw somebody tweet something to uh, Rosenberg, uh-huh. and it was anybody in uh, <laughs> anybody in the Marvel Universe telling uh, Cyclops they want to be on the X-Men, and it's, like, Cyclops, and it's uh, from uh, Step Brothers, and I'm going, yep! <laughs> <laughs> Not true though. Every time Deadpool's wanted to go, he's like, no, no, but they're saying, saying hell no. No, they're saying just how uh, Rosenberg's because oh. everybody who's been like, I want to be an X Men, he's like, you're on because <laughs> Juggernaut's like, I'm showing with y'all now, right? And he's like, go ahead, get in the back because there's nobody now. It's like yeah. everybody can be X Men now. Yeah. He lets hope after she like shoots his eye out <laughs> after she pulls a fucking Christmas story on him. That's true. Although I think and I don't know if I said it on here already, but I probably did. I think that technically she didn't shoot his eye out. It smashed the ruby quartz, and I think that stabbed his eye out. Because the only thing that makes sense that it would have gone through his force would be the, the visor. The quartz. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it'd be... Yeah. Bullets probably disintegrated. Yeah. We'll exactly. have to check back. I don't know if they said anything about them pulling fragments out of his head. Or... Um, no, Beast says that she shot his eye out. But that could have just been hyperbole. Like, yeah. Because also, you would have assumed... say it's hard to operate when fucking... He's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think he says laser beams. So, I don't take Dark Beast on it. Laser beams. Yeah. <laughs> says it like Dr. Evil. I like how Multiple Man always has a bat now. Right? <laughs> or, like, before. when they're voting and, like, she counts Multiple Man twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Havoc even makes that point. Although, so Havoc doesn't vote for the whole democracy of it all. So you wanted to be a leader. Yeah. Like you tried to form our next men team. <laughs> yeah, he's just buckered that he can't have it. Because he couldn't be a leader before when yeah. he pride shut him Either down. that or he wanted somebody else to be the leader. Who else? I don't know. Because it was so weird. Like he was so supportive of Scott. He didn't want it all to be he didn't want it all to be uh maybe he wanted Wolverine. <laughs> he wanted Alex. <laughs> but he didn't want it all to be spread across everybody. You it just means he wanted a leader, doesn't yeah. I don't know if it necessarily means he wanted himself. Not disagreeing with he could he could have wanted that because obviously he wanted to lead an X Men team at one point. Yeah, I mean, and he did lead. The, that's why he actually left the Avengers yeah. because while he was trying to lead them, uh, um, Captain America kept micromanaging. Yeah, but also the whole point of like astonishing is him being like, "Man, I should not be a leader. This sucks." Yeah, it is weird. He is all yeah. over the place. But yeah. also the ending of astonishing is uh, Warpath being like, "Man, what a great leader." 
<laughs> well, that was because he uh, took the fall and yeah. gave himself up so that everyone else could get off. Uh, yeah. Supposed to be as dirty as it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think we've been but, doing this long enough no. to probably go into Utopia. No, uh, well, real quick. So, uh, the Brotherhood that they fight, though, OG Brotherhood, except that, I mean, you even get Pyro and Toad. Yeah. Australian and Avalanche. Pyro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I loved when they see Toad. And he's like, how many times do I have to whoop your ass, dude? Oh, in Utopia? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shot him right in the head. He's like, oh, a great you keep moment. doing this, and I just keep whooping your ass. <laughs> and he's like, this isn't the same back and forth bullshit, man. Yeah. There's only, like, less than 200 of us left. Um, but we missed out a crucial thing that happens in Uncanny, and that's Joseph gets his head cut off in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah the Magneto yeah. doppelganger. Magneto's clone. Um, he showed up just to die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by well, Jugger- the- uh, well, I think he showed up more so they got Juggernaut on the team. We, a lot of things. I, I, I don't want to pigeonhole Rosenberg into being just a one-track thing. I think he does... Well, no, s- he's fantastic. Yeah, I think he does stuff for run. multiple reasons. Like, I think it was everything he's doing. Yeah. Um, but, so, like, the, the body of Psylocke that is no longer Psylocke, like, so the, whoever the Japanese lady's body, like, is... Quanin. Just shows up and cuts his head off, and uh, yeah, they're like, "What, <laughs> Psylocke?" And Wolverine's like, "Nope, not Psylocke." And then I I like that she's speaking Japanese, and then he's like, "Oh, she's saying some crazy shit about this thing," and then she's yeah. saying some crazy shit about that. That like Logan's just paraphrasing <laughs> yeah, the, like the translation. Uh, she says something about like she doesn't have a name. She's nobody. I don't know. <laughs> she thinks she's in Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, um, it makes because I know that I know you speak Japanese, Wolverine. Stop <laughs> acting like because he's acting like he doesn't know Japanese, but yeah. he's pretending to know Japanese. Yeah, Japanese. Um, and then while this is going on, suddenly Danny drops down, is like and is like holding her stomach or something, and so they think that this chick who looks like Psylocke is doing it is like Wolverine. Tell her to stop. Like she better. Stop using her mind powers on uh It's not on her, Danny. Bob. And he's like <laughs> Yeah, he's like, Yeah, it's not her. Uh well Danny's like it's not her. Uh it's Wolfbane, she's dead. Which is like another crazy parallel because that uh that X Men the End ends with Wolfbane dying. Oh wow. Yeah. Did Danny get her powers back? Yeah, yeah, that's why she's shooting like energy arrows and shit. She's crazy. She's like that dude off of uh was it Nightshade? Nighthawk. Nighthawk. Is it, is it Nighthawk? Or is it Nightwing? It always comes back to Nighthawk. <laughs> <laughs> no, the guy, off of, the guy <laughs> off of uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Is it Nightwing? Nighthawk? Dark. Darkhawk. But I thought his thing was like a wolf. Nightwolf. Nightwolf. Yeah. yeah. Airwolf? Let's <laughs> no. just throw out some cliched names <laughs> and slam them together. We'll get it. Well, that's how Mortal Kombat does their names. Well, yeah, because the guy from uh, Killer Instinct is Tomahawk, I think. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Killer Instinct. It was great. <laughs> Grass. Tastes bad. Uh, I like Juggernaut. He was like, whoa, I didn't know we were killing him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> also, I like how, like, Havoc, like, right away is like, you're not a mutant, though. And he's like, yeah, everybody knows that, but, like, I won't, doesn't mean I can't hang out with you. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, no, but it was a cool thing. Uh, I it, think it's just Rosenberg like, being like, I don't want people to think that he's <laughs> fucking mutant. No, but what happens line. with him, he did that line. Like, what's that line? First they came for the mutants and I did nothing. And then they, yeah. you know, they come for me. And multiple men's like, well, I mean... It's gonna be a while for, before they get to you on that list. Yeah, like how many like, magical crystals. <laughs> guys with magical crystals. <laughs> Which is like, Jamie, shut the fuck <laughs> up, man. <laughs> He's kind of a really good guy to have on your side. Yeah. <laughs> like, just take. Like, you, if Apocalypse was like, I'm a good guy now, you'd really like be like, why? <laughs> you'd be like, dope. <laughs> Like, every time Thanos' turn, they've been like, cool, give us a hand. We don't got to waste a month trying to fight you? All right. They're like, no, I'm pretty sure I should punch you in the face. You mean we could finish a baseball game? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's like, at least I'm not going to stop. I want to read one X-Men book where they just finish a baseball (laughs) game. Go into Marvel with the pitch, so here's what's going to happen. The X-Men, they're going to start, first ending. End of the book. It's the ninth ending. They end end the game. uh, Or it's a nine-part series, and each book is just an ending of baseball. you got to get all the issues to finish the baseball game. Well, it could be like uh, what they did with Luke Cage. Uh, last time they did a Luke Cage series, the last book is just him reading a story to his daughter. Oh. He's like, oh, we'll just give him a feel-good one. We'll throw the X-Men a bone, because not everything has to be horrible all the time. Actually, they should have done that if they were really trying to kill the X-Men. Like, maybe not do it so literally with, uh... <laughs> just making a baseball <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, just shows up. <laughs> yeah, don't do it so literally with poison clouds. Do it with, <laughs> yeah. like... Uh, baseball, like the one sport most everyone ignores. Like baseball is boring to watch. Yeah. Let alone read a book about. <laughs> it's like, wait, wait, no, but the superpower people playing it. Yeah, but they say no powers. That's yeah, they always use their powers. Yeah, they always use power. Like, <laughs> you gotta know somewhere in your head that like Quicksilver is using his powers like a little bit. Yeah. Like at least. Anytime he beats anyone in anything that involves speed. Yeah. He's just measuring it. Yeah, making him not, not look obvious. Yeah, like Wolverine like can control his powers while hitting a baseball. Yeah. Somebody's using their powers a little bit. Yeah, he can't change the density of his body. Yeah. Like, he's always going to be heavier, so his hits are always going to be harder. Well, Colossus is strong, too, even without his metal form. And, like, Jean Grey's not going to position the ball, like, perfectly. That just felt like a nerd sentence. What? All of this is nerd. No, I know. We're I, recording a podcast about yeah. X-Men. I know. Just hearing that, though, is like, well, Colossus is strong even without his metal form. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> well, I'm actually, uh, Emma Frost can't use her telekinesis while she's in diamond form. Except that she can, because they do it all the fucking time. Yeah, but... They're really bad with that. Except when she can. Yeah. No, I know. It depends <laughs> on the writer, really. Yeah. And what's crazy, the writer who came up with it broke his own rule, like, several times. Speaking of... Emma Frost not being able to use her powers in diamond form. Utopia. Yeah, Utopia. Yeah. Uh, Let's get into it. Okay, so a quick Let's overview of where Utopia exists in the Marvel Universe at that time. So, Civil War happens. Tony gets in control of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and then scrolls invade. And Deadpool actually saves the day. But then Norman Osborn takes credit and defames Tony... He takes control of S.H.I.E.L.D., turns it into Hammer, and now he's running everything. And he's, like, created a, a villain secret society called the Cabal where he's got Cable. leader... 
<laughs> Speaking of Mortal Kombat characters, <laughs> he he's got all the the leaders of like villainous leaders around the world to work together, forming basically the Dark Illuminati, which is the Illuminati to some. <laughs> to the Hulk, it's the, the Dark Illuminati, <laughs> and uh, which is also ironic because the Freemasons, the Illuminati is like in like. The, you know, it's light. Illuminati. So. <laughs> it's buck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's... But anyway, um, they. Uh, God damn it! Because I'm just thinking, like, he just put kill in front of Illuminati. I know it's. Um, Clever. <laughs> I know. Film it. <laughs> All right, we can't get into Hell Mary. So you, because I'm thinking, I'm thinking all the lines of Hail Mary. It goes into. All right. You know what's crazy is in that cadence how close Hail Mary, the X Men song, and then like Kiss from a Rose are in all of it in the intro. Exactly. Are you gonna be able to do this thing? You're yeah. having a hell of a time. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's the uh, environment that the world is in at that time. Uh, and you have Simon Trask, who's... A robot. You don't know that yet, Tony. I do. We have to say linear for the story. <laughs> Spoiler. Simon Trask, being a religious leader... Um, is leading a movement called Humanity Now that's trying to stop the rest of the mutants that currently exist from procreating on the off chance that they could even make more mutants. And they've marched across the country and they've gotten to San Francisco where their protest march runs into a counter-protest and chaos ensues. So, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Okay, so you guys have nothing to say about the beginning of Utopia. Cool. I'll just move on. We then. were saying it. <laughs> yeah, nothing. We really, had the whole Tupac bit. <laughs> nothing of importance happened to me yet. Yeah. No. All right. Street well, riots and then your general bigot talking. Beast you, gets arrested because he's a dipshit. You notice something cool though? That's a callback to uh, to Morrison is that Hellion is wearing the same clothes of. Oh. Of Quentin's uh, group. I noticed he was wearing some funky clothes, but yeah, not really say that. Yeah, yeah, the exact same. Yeah. He was out was there being cool. a douche. He was. <laughs> <laughs> so they have that protest clash, and Beast gets arrested, and the X Men are trying to help respond. And there's that cool moment you were talking about with Toad and Cyclops, where he's like, "Dude, how many times I gotta kick your ass?" <laughs> so Angel's flying, holding like as the X Men are going in and like helping the riots or whatever. Angel's flying in with Match. Isn't yeah. Match, like, all on fire? Yeah, but he can kind of control the fire. I thought it was I just guess. his head. He's, like, blood, <laughs> he's all red, like, yeah. like fire. Yeah, but he can he can control the fire and manipulate it, like, uh, pyro a little bit. But Maybe he's, like, cooler. Cool. So he's, like, just hot right there on his belly where Angel's holding him? Because he's not wearing oven mitts. <laughs> he's just barehanded. Maybe he's got the metal hands. Or he's got his normal gloves. So. But he's he's uh, siphoning the fires that are going on. Sucking them Pulling up. them within himself. Yeah. It's, he's a fire. It's a warm belly. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just rubbing his dummy as <laughs> but anyway Norman Osborn uh, uses this all as an excuse to be like fucking finally this is my legitimate action 
against the X-Men. Because he's been taking down uh, all these different superhero groups and stuff using PR and uh, just um, using public image and, and what they think. Like, manipulating that so that he's the good guy. Sort of like what ends up happening in uh, Batman, uh, White Knight or whatever. Something like that. Or the Joker thing. Where he shoves the pills down, down, uh, down his throat? Yeah, but where Joker becomes in the public eye a better person and Batman's the dick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because Batman is being a dick. Well, Batman's always a dick. Yeah, yeah but he's like, <laughs> for Batman. Yeah. <laughs> or um, like Robin's like, man... Well, Nightwing's like, hey, you're being a dick. <laughs> oh, in Nightwing's defense, he says that often. Yeah, but Barbara says it too. Okay. She is the fangirl. Uh, but this is finally Norman Osborn's <laughs> chance to <laughs> go after the X-Men. Nightwing is actually the dick. He is, yeah. Thanks, dick. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah. No, that's a line he says in the game. Yeah. <laughs> It's you want to? You want to go on or <laughs> fill in all this dead air? I'm trying to. <laughs> you keep talking about Nightwing and him being a dick, liter in a literal sense. No, because that's what Batman. Did. <laughs> all right. Anyway, Norman Osborn brings his Avengers, quote unquote, Dark Avengers, but obviously he's not calling them that, to the coast to break up the rioting, and immediately start spinning it, talking about. How Cyclops is a rogue operative who needs to get his people in line and he can't. And then he moves on from he's not keeping his people in line to he's inciting these things. Yeah, he's a terrorist. Yeah, and, and that he's just wanted for questioning, but also we're pretty sure he's doing it kind of thing. Yeah. And he becomes wanted. Uh, meanwhile, he's out there like just trying to help. Um and it's cool because he goes to like they go uh, the police go to arrest him and the hammer agents, and you finally see him do some cool like danger room training acrobatic shit that like you know he knows how to do but they never show Cyclops doing it. Yeah, I thought it was cool they actually highlighted it in that scene, but also he was letting those people handcuff him. He's but, like getting, his hands are behind his back. He's getting dude. handcuffed, and the next scene he's running. No, yeah. but you gotta pay attention. The guard that was right next to him is covering, like holding his face, like he just got smashed in the face. So it was like a a misdirect. Like, all right, I'll give myself a oh, psych. <laughs> <laughs> I do love how he pops back up though on the boat, and he's like, "Take me to your leader." Yeah. He's like all flamboyant about it. Yeah. Like, yes, I always wanted to say that. Yeah. With and the they're like, back. they're like, no, you're a, you're a wanted terrorist. We're, he's gonna come to you. <laughs> the beginning of the Cyclops jetpack, yeah. by the way. There's <laughs> an owner of a jetpack. Yeah, they're like, your your eyes are bombs, and we can't take you inside this building. So Norman Osborn declares martial law and unveils that he has a his own team yeah. of X Men. It starts a curfew. Yeah, that's everyone's like, Mar okay. I know you were going to say that's what martial law is, but he <laughs> says, he says at the end, we're taking away the curfew and getting rid of martial law. He separated them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm and, just being accurate to the comics. <laughs> anyway, he, uh, he unveils his team of X-Men that are, and this is an Xavier Dick moment, promoted by Xavier, and I don't care that it's Mystique, Yeah, <laughs> it's Xavier. But everybody believed it was him. Yeah. Yep. So he's a dick. 
He should have known better. Yeah. Also, he's the world's strongest telepath. He shouldn't have got caught. Yeah. How dare he get caught in the first place? Maybe they were all wearing Magneto helmets. <laughs> yeah, that makes it tough. And it would take decades later before they could re- they realized to do that against Cassandra Nova. Yeah, it took way too long for them to that. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so the X-Men all clear the street and... Emma Frost is leading the Dark X-Men as they stop the riots. And uh, that whole press release continued. Like, even, like, um, Xavier, quote-unquote, is talking about how disappointed he is in Scott and how none of his views are his views and he's given up on his dream and all that stuff. Uh, And then uh, cut to Hellion... Uh, Julian Keller is having a meeting with a bunch of other mutants, some of which were like, like, isn't Match with him? Uh, yeah. And wasn't Match like just helping stop the riots? Like, so some, there's some like crisscrossing of mutants that doesn't make any sense. Adam X was there, which was hilarious. He's like, let's go fuck shit up, bros. <laughs> yeah. Slamming his drink and shit. Oh. Who's <laughs> like, I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, let's get fucking extreme. Doesn't like, uh, the Dark Miss Marvel call him like, uh, Eddie Vedder or something. <laughs> yeah, she calls him Eddie Vedder. <laughs> and I was like, it's like, ah, it's Pearl Jam. <laughs> anyway, uh, so they decide that the only way to show them is to break their curfew in a peaceful protest. And then they show up in the where they're going to the protest and they're just immediately blowing shit up. Yeah. Like, what happened to the peaceful part of your... <laughs> I reread that, like, a few times. Like, what happened in these two pages? <laughs> just immediately gave up on the peaceful part. It's like uh, in Hot Rod, other, like, the whole community gets behind them. It's like this super positive thing. And then somebody smashes a TV through a window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just, it's like, what happened? That's turned it out super positive. <laughs> um, so... Uh, Emma Frost's team of X-Men who are her um, cloak and dagger which is constantly being referred to as like they're not mutants and they're like oh well they're on the team. Yeah and they're also like constantly like you're one person. They are mutants though. Yeah. No they're not. Yeah they are. Uh-huh. Yeah, in the, in the in the beginning of their new book, on the description of the book, they're yes. mutants. Oh my god! So they just recon. Yeah, I it think again. we are. Me and you argued about this the other day too. I thought oh, I was pretty sure they were mutants too. No, they're they're not. They go back and forth, but they are right now. They even they even talk about them not being it. Even in one of the side books, you see the Dark X Men uh, are all being recruited one at a time. And when Norman's recruiting them, they're like, "Well, we're not even mutants." And he's like, "Yeah, but people don't like you. You feel persecuted." Same, same. Yeah. <laughs> and he just gets them onto the team. Um, so anyway, they're them, Emma. Uh, oh, all right. Mimic, all right. who this I always is... like Mimic conceptually, but his character sucks. To, to interject, they're like Deadpool mutants. No, oh, okay. Uh, where they have like, uh, they have mutant abilities, but they were activated through government experiments. Oh, all right. So they have the mutant gene, but... It's not naturally activated. Wasn't it activated by those drugs? Yep. They're drug addicts. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> uh, no, no. Former, former drug addicts. They got to yeah. shit on them every time. Like, that's in their life description. Former like, drug addict. Their life. Every time. They're, like, filling out resumes. Yeah. Former drug addict. Yeah. yeah. Well, because any time they fill out a uh, resume, they have to do one together. Yeah. <laughs> Coke and dagger. Um, 
Anyway. They're really codependent. Them, Mimic, uh, Weapon Omega or whatever. What was his name? Weapon yeah, Omega. Weapon Omega. Yeah. Um, which isn't Omega Red, but it's a guy kind of like Omega Red. And, uh, he's like, he's Guardian like at the same Captain Canuck, but Captain mixed with... Canuck. Yeah, mixed with, like, like Nova. Weapon Alpha, like, you're, so you're talking about? Isn't that that dude? Yeah. Yeah. I thought his name was Weapon Omega. No, Weapon Alpha is not no, the dude. No, you're talking with... about the, the Canadian guy, uh, I think his name gets changed to Guardian, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. For Alpha Flight. Before Alpha Flight was the space thing. Yeah. When you had the maple leaf on him or whatever? Yeah. Because he even has the maple leaf on his suit at one point, and they change it to the Omega sign. Yeah, uh, Captain Connect. <laughs> yeah, but it's a different guy. It's uh, Michael Pointer or whatever. Uh, and he has a different mutant set. Like, he absorbs power, and then he, he converts it into his own energy. But he absorbs mutant, like, radiant power. Uh, anyway, them, Dark Beast, uh, and then Mystique. If you count Mystique as Xavier. They do. And Decan <laughs> as Wolverine. <laughs> She's on the page when you open it up. And then there's a lot of, like, rivalry and, like, animosity because Dekan is on both the X-Men team and the Avengers team. And at one point, they're like, he's on both teams? And uh, Osborn's like, yeah, turns out everyone loves a Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's cra- crazy. He tested off the charts. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny that they put him on both teams. Yeah. I like how, too, he's like, you're the thing that will bring both the teams together. And it does the exact opposite, <laughs> right? They're like... Fuck this guy. <laughs> and mainly, uh, mainly Bullseye, too. He just fucking hates him. Yeah. Oh, so maybe they don't count Mystique under the Dark X-Men, but I do have to point out, like I was saying earlier, Cloak and Dagger. They yeah, don't yeah. get their own... <laughs> they don't even get their own face yeah. space? Yeah. Yeah, they're together. Uh, anyway, uh, the, after the Hellion riot thing, and... Osborne uses that as further proof of, like, see, these fucking mutants, and Scott's not keeping his people in line. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like when, um, Edison electrocuted a bunch of animals, and he's like, do you see what Tesla's electricity is doing? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> um, Trask wakes up in the hospital, and he's all like, oh, Osborne. Those. You're pro-mutants now with your mutant team? Ah, I'm a sentinel now. <laughs> and then he just starts turning people into sentinels. It is so dumb. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> and that, that, you could take that whole part out of the book and it's not any worse. They needed it uh, f- specifically for this moment, right? A, a legitimate crisis for the Dark X-Men to attack. Yeah. And then Cyclops has his team, like he even says, like you guys are all hand-picked. Because each one of you are going to face one of them. Um, he does that a couple times. There's When you see the Dark Avengers and they're stopping the rioting initially, he makes a point to say that like he's looking at Ares as Ares drops down. He's like, the crazy thing is, one of these days, someone's got to figure out how to stop that guy. Yeah, that was really dope. When that whole Ares speech he gives, yeah. when he just draws that line in the sand or whatever. No, oh, basically fucking Achilles. Well, and two from, he's like, like Wolfman's Achilles. He's like Wolfman. You got him. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck, dude? He's like, go, go talk to Hella. <laughs> no, no, oh, no, 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 Danny. no, no. Danny, not Wolf. Oh, Danny, yeah. yeah. Like, She's Danny not even, she's not even, doesn't even have her mutant powers anymore, too. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you got it. Um, Can we talk about this? <laughs> you want some powers, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Which she made her like a, um, 
Like a super Valkyrie. She was like a god killer. Yeah. I mean, she already used to be a Valkyrie. Yeah, but she, because she says, like, not only is it the power of the Valkyries, but, like, it's, like, souped up version or something like that. It was, like, Hela's own personal one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, the Sentinels attack, and Emma Frost, uh, has her team address that and start taking them out, and Cyclops has his team watching them, and they clean it up and they're like oh man they were really good <laughs> and scott's like yeah but they fought independently and we're a team guys Classics. <laughs> yeah they all put their hands in the middle <laughs> and that's how we beat them teamwork <laughs> what works teamwork you notice how uh, osborne's drawn as tommy lee jones a lot <laughs> yeah with cornrows yeah nick actually called it cornrows too. i'm like does he really fucking have cornrows <laughs> But Cyclops, whose mutant power is best plans. Um, yeah. I thought it was geometry. <laughs> yeah, best plans. He gets uh, he gets Danny and Domino and Irma and Psylocke all in the same room. And that was kind of a little cute thing where it was like Mindy, but really it's Irma. Because they all look the same. No, I think she changed her name. No, she's just one of them. They, they, he has the wrong one. Really? Yeah. Because I thought Mindy and Irma are the same. No, it was a, it was a joke. No, I think I thought it was Irma and Phoebe are the same one. Probably, because I thought one of them does change her name because they always give two names for one. Cause, no, there was one. Th- three of them. No, but there was one that it said in the box. Yeah. Um, said Irma, and then it said uh, it, also, her name was Mindy, but it said actually Irma, and he calls her Mindy. Oh. Okay. And she's like, yeah, because it's just you know it's a twins joke, yeah. but triplets. A racist. A little bit. Well. Yeah. But also, they all look exactly the same. Because they're Racist. clones. They're clones! <laughs> <laughs> and also, yes, they're all blonde and white. <laughs> um, How do you know they all look the same? <laughs> uh, so he has her and Psylocke. And he's given them all, like, low-key directions without the rest of them knowing in the room. Which was kind of funny, because he's like, okay, I don't have any time. i got to tell you all this right now go and then it's like they just wait <laughs> so it's like you kind of had time because now everyone's just waiting <laughs> um i'm gonna interject you're gonna interject on what irma is mindy okay. irma's middle name or nickname is mindy okay i'm done continue okay Actually, I'd like to hear more about that. That's all I got. I don't know why, because I, I actually wrote that in my notes. I was like, I need to ask them why that's her other name. Because I don't know how she ended up with two names. Like, Maybe writers just fuck up and forget which one. And now she's one, both one. forever. Both, yeah. <laughs> They're like, fuck. I does it matter who she is? She's both of them. It does, it, does it matter what your name is? <laughs> it's the fucking, yeah, the rocks there. Meanwhile, with the Dark X-Men uh, back in their base on Alcatraz, um... They have uh, this machine that Dark Beast made that siphons powers from mutants and puts them into Weapon Omega, and they keep fucking with Beast with it. Uh, and Beast, while he's in prison, learns that the actual Xavier is in that prison, and for some reason he's weaker and is all fucked up. Like he looks like he got just like, punched in the face and thrown in the cell. Which why didn't we get to see that? But you know he's there, and there's a kind of funny thing that goes on between the two of them where he's like I'm Xavier and he's like well I don't see you so you can just be any psychic telling me you're Xavier I don't 
fucking know who you <laughs> yeah, are. He's like adamant that that's right too. <laughs> yeah. He's like fuck you. <laughs> like all right, Xavier. <laughs> what do you think about such and such? Uh, and then there's a moment where uh, Emma's like, "Well, I'm not standing for any mutants being tortured." Because they bring in Hellion and like a dick, uh, Dickin push shoves him out and then he just swift kicks him in the gut for no reason and they're just like hey we're, we're doing superhero shit right I, I didn't kill him if that uh, it was going back to Beast if that is the case why doesn't anybody ever question it whenever they don't see Xavier like when uh, they're like flying the X-Wing and they hear him in his head and he's like you need to come back right away there's an emergency <laughs> like how do they know that like it's not like the villains well cause he projects his face yeah, that's right. He's like that baby in uh, Teletubbies in the sky. <laughs> the baby, the sun. Yeah, his bald head up there. Um, Scott, <laughs> Scott. Yeah, so disturbing. Why are you talking like that? Emma, Emma ends up demanding to see the prison, uh, and they take her down. And uh, Xavier contacts her via telepathy phone, <laughs> and he's like. Asked to see us, and she's like, "Let me see them." And they're like, "We don't got them here." <laughs> yeah, see not. And she looks in a a prison thing, and it's just supplies. And not once does anyone question, "Why are you using a cell for a supply room?" Big <laughs> Xavier's like, "Bitch, you're looking right at me." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm staring in the crevasse of your soul. <laughs> and meanwhile, like. Uh, Norman's bitch in the dark, but he's like, how come your machine isn't ready yet? And he's like, ah, it takes time, it's complicated. He's like, you said you'd be done. He's like, ah, I say a lot of things. <laughs> and he's like, oh, is she gonna see through your thing? And he's like, hey, my image inducers aren't what's fucked up here. It's my <laughs> other work. Yeah. <laughs> I got those done right away. <laughs> oh, no. Good job, Devin. <laughs> Oh, I don't know why I said that. I, I replied, I quick text the wrong thing. <laughs> They're going to be like, wait, what? I'm naked. <laughs> <laughs> you got that on your quick text? Anyway. Um, fuck, why was it even on? So anyway. <laughs> anyway, how many times did you say anyway in a row? <laughs> Xavier's staring at her. Oh, no, I'm past that. Um, so... They stop the Sentinels, and uh, then you see, that's, that's when uh, he decides it's time for him to talk to Norman, and he takes the jetpack over to the base. Yeah. And, uh... Just fucking... Yeah, that was great. He, like, does a different kind of superhero landing, not, like, the fucking fist down on the ground and land on his knees, but, like, just straight up hands on hips. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, take me to your leader. <laughs> and they're like... Uh, no. Yeah. Also, like he comes out here. They're no. the ones who decided he was a mutant fugitive, so. Yeah. Well, and it also looked like when he arrived that those dudes wanted to, like, hang out with him. <laughs> like, they wanted to take his autograph. Because they are like, oh, shit, it's Cyclops. And yeah. Oh, cool. Well, that's why a lot of people were confused, though, because the X-Men were big-time heroes in San Francisco. Yeah. Like, for that period, like, we kind of skip over that period, jumping straight to Utopia, because this all happens, like, the Manifest Destiny thing is right after, you know, messiah complex and the institute getting fucked up and him saying well there is no more x-men and then they're like psych we're in san francisco 
They pulled you know, a venom with that. Yeah, we just wanted to be away and a Doc Ock and a Daredevil. <laughs> and pretty now that I'm thinking about it, every superhero Jay-Z. that's like, man. I'm not doing this anymore, except in San Francisco. They always go to San Francisco. They just needed better weather. (laughs) Yeah, but their buildings are not built for that. That's the whole point of Daredevil. He's like, man, these buildings are not good for what I do. Yeah, well, they don't really rooftop uh, run. Yeah, it's mostly him just swinging onto a trolley car and waiting. (laughs) No, I mean (laughs) the X-Men. They don't really do the whole rooftop rooftop thing. Uh, But anyway... He uh, talks, the, the the conversation he has with Norman is pretty cool. Where he's like, give me you one chance, give up. Yeah. And he's like, give up, fuck you. And he's like, all right, man, I try to tell you. And he just flies away. He and He's not like, he's not trying too hard at all. He's no. like, like, I'm like, you want to you wanna give up right now? He's like, nothing, I'm going to go a different way on that. He's like, okay. <laughs> Osborne's clearly all mad. I really like all the, the way they draw Osborne, like clearly freaking out in his head a lot. Yeah. And he's got a lot of panels where he's saying nothing. He's just looking at you. <laughs> yeah, well, because, I mean, he is an insane person doing everything he can to seem sane. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of his whole shtick. And yeah. they did the same thing with Bullseye about how hard he was trying not to kill people, which I really love. No, but Bullseye is, like, trying not not trying at all. He's like, can we kill them? And they're like, he's like, no. It's like, oh, man, this sucks so bad. Like, even one of the police officers is like, man, you guys are really good. It's like, you think this is good? I don't know how you guys don't do it. Not killing people? Know, sucks balls. They yeah. weren't doing anything. Like, there was no combat, and he's talking about killing people. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, and no one's like, dude, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that is kind of his thing, though. We're like, man, I'm just going to murder everybody. Yeah. yeah. That's why Cyclops freaked out. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. a great... Boys well, killed three Daredevil girlfriends. Man, he should stop having girlfriends, to be honest. Though. He should, because <laughs> of the ones that weren't killed by Bullseye... It did not go well for them <laughs> yeah. either. Um, One, he just drove insane. Anyway, uh, it all pans out, like, well in the end when, like, Cyclops' plans all just converge and you find out he sent Danny to go talk to Hela in Vegas and Domino to get X-Force together when Wolverine, like, just showed up from underwater and that he was talking to Psylocke because she's running the team of scientists and the X-Club thing, which raises Utopia out from the water, which is Asteroid M. Um, and then Irma, he has get uh, arrested so that she's in that mutant prison. And then, like, Domino, the doll, just falls together. He that Domino's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so he has uh, magic, port, Wolverine, and X-Force, to the location of where the mutants are being held. That's why he needed a psychic there, so she could be like the beacon. Bub. Right? <laughs> they wreck shop. And then, of course, uh, Namor. Oh, Namor. We forget Namor's on the team the whole time. No, yeah. forget. That uh, she got to have a pick on the Dark X-Men team. And she's like, all right, fucking Namor. Just a solid pick. Yeah. yeah. you, Dude, you had to have been jizzing your pants the first time you read this. This is some of the stuff that made me like Namor. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're he takes like, on Sentry. N- yeah, yeah, Namor against Sentry, and you're like, hang on, you're like, I'm buckling <laughs> yeah, your yeah. pants. This is all the, like, the early shit I read. That's why I loved Sentry, Namor, Emma, yeah, Cyclops. Yeah, this, this whole... Yeah, this is when I got into... That was my first comic I bought right there. Was the Nation X yeah. one. It, so. Well, because pretty, uh, pretty much the only way they ever 
can beat Century is they just go in his head and they're like, dude, calm down. Yeah, he's like, chill, oh, man. my bad. <laughs> kind of. Um, it's always more like, oh, no, I did that? Ah. <laughs> they're like, we're going to make you fight yourself. <laughs> and he's like, fuck. <laughs> so, um, X-Force goes to the prison, releases everybody. Emma's like, psych. And she just, like, smashes fucking uh, Deken's face to the ground. Oh, that was great. And then I feel bad for Mimic. He just gets laid out. And he was just trying so hard to be a superhero. Isn't it by Namor right after? Well, yeah. He's, he's, he's such an asshole, though. He's like, I'm better than all of you. And they're like... Do you see no, that? No, no, no. <laughs> he was being cheesy. He like, all the ice puns. Yeah. No, but he, he tells them, he's like, you think you can beat me? I have all of your powers. Like He's singing anything you can do, I can do better. It's yeah. ice, man. It's cheesy. Yeah, but he also says the line that I said. Yeah, yeah, he does. Okay. <laughs> but it was funny because when Emma, you see Emma lay out. Who did Emma lay out? Uh, Deken. Deken. Like, right and away. If you look at the back of the panel, Iceman is fucking grill. Not Iceman. Namor's grilling the back of fucking Mimic's head so yeah. hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, um, it's funny, too, because Cloak and Dagger's like, wait, what? And she's like, all right, one chance to join. Yeah, because they were already <laughs> questioning if they should be yeah. there. Well, they, like, uh, Dagger, like, the whole time, she's like, I think we're on the wrong side of history with this. And he's like, just, like can you just be cool once? Like, well, we're doing, can we not run away from fucking everything? Like, It's funny, though, because if you read the book that they get recruited in, she's the one who makes the decision yeah. that they do. Well, and maybe they wouldn't have done that if somebody else would let them be on a team besides Spider-Man when he really needs something. Yeah. If somebody was like, hey, like, why don't you join the New Warriors? Like, that might preoccupy their time. So, you know, maybe they'd be known as more than former drug addicts. I think they just don't like to be hey, on teams, and that's their thing. Maybe. Because that's what Emma was saying. Like, you guys are welcome, and I'm sure they've been <laughs> they're, invited. They're constantly a team with each other. It's they, like Dazzler. <laughs> Dazzler's, like, always welcome to be on the X-Men, but she's never there. But she every time they recruit her, she's, like, so desperate. Yeah, that, that was some bullshit, <laughs> I thought. Because she's never, like, that desperate to be on the X-Men. And whenever she shows up, she hey, normally plays a pivotal point. She was, part. like, super stoked to help out Deadpool. And nobody's ever super stoked to help out Deadpool. Yeah. She was bumming it and astonishing. She, like, her show was doing bad and everything. Yeah, the yeah. disrespect. Um, <laughs> well, because nobody listens to the disco anymore. So, yeah. She out, all right? After, <laughs> after that happens and Magic ports them to Utopia, you see that, like, it's Magic and Pixie is just, like, doing giant teleportation runs of X-Men from their current base in San Francisco to Utopia. And Scott's already got a bunch of cameras and stuff on Utopia. And he gives a speech like, all right, we're out. You guys wanted us out. We listened. We're out. We're not welcome in the United States. We get that. We're not going to be persecuted anymore. Although they do a thing, you know, in V for Vendetta at the beginning, V saying that whole line. Every word starting with V's. Yeah. He does that with P's, and that makes me mad. Because, like, why B? Yeah, well, no, it's the whole prosecuted, persecuted, prejudiced against, like, they. it's a whole bubble filled with just words that start with P of all the things they won't be. Um, man, I'm even mad that that rhymed just then. <laughs> you planned that? Why'd you write it in your note card? Yeah, I see it. Oh, can see it. I we can see it on your computer, dude. You can even see my computer. You have it all written out there. 
<laughs> you have a big fuck off note that says don't remember. Like don't forget to say the the P cool part. after all the P's. Yeah. yeah, it's like do the rhyme. <laughs> do the rhyme. <laughs> anyway, so he he sets it all up because he realizes it's, it's all a big public relations battle with Norman, yeah. and that Norman's just trying to win the hearts of the citizens, and that that's where you beat him. And that he creates the sovereign land of like, all right, we're out of your guys' yeah. hair. Well, and fake Miss Marvel even tells him, she's like, dude, we either have, she's like, we have to uh, Oh, when they kill get there, them. yeah. She's well, like, I mean, if you kill somebody, we have to kill them all. And he's like, fuck it, kill them all. She's <laughs> like, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. If we kill one of them, we have to kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> and like, he's like, oh, fuck, we're out of here. But that's, that's at the very end. This is like right before that main battle because that's when Norman alright so Norman shows up on Utopia with all the Dark Avengers and the remaining Dark X-Men and there's just that huge fight so everyone that uh, Cyclops was like you know pick your man and be on them like they all squared off and actually he had X-23 fight uh, Deken, yeah, which was a pretty cool fight except there's a thing that happens right with two of the other girls. He's like, you have tits, you can't fight. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, it was kind of bullshit, yeah. Because he has Hisako and Pixie come help her. Yeah, but no, they come help her, but I don't see what they do. They just do a thing, and he falls on the ground, and they're just like, girl power. He was jumping, <laughs> and Pixie teleported, because I had to check that too. Pixie teleports X-23 out of the way, and Hisako's there. And he hit, like, head first into her armor. Oh, that's what happens? Because yeah. that is, like... It didn't make a lot of sense. She wasn't all the way up. That's why it was weird, too, because I thought, I was like, is that Shan? Like, did she stop him? But she just had, like, a light layer of armor or some shit. Yeah, and then they just say girl power, and then I'm just confused. Do they say girl power? They do say girl power. Fucking A. Because then nothing... (laughs) Because I was going to accuse you of being sexist again, because I was like, girls just doing things. It doesn't make it girl power. (laughs) No, they say girl power. Oh, yeah, Yeah. because she was being sexist right before then, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he, of course he was. But she didn't need any of their help, which was garbage. Yeah. She's beat Wolverine twice by herself. She can't take to Ken. Hey, man. Scott said teamwork. Yeah, they don't... The Everybody else only fought... <laughs> it was sexist. Side by side. But they fight together. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how... That's when you get Namor squaring off against Sentry, which was dope. Yeah. Also, yeah. he had so much more people than them. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it makes yeah. sense. Um, well, yeah, plus for dramatic effect, you can't just have X-23 beat to Ken. Like, you got to make it more serious. And then you have a bunch of people trying to do something against Ares, and then Valkyrie, uh, well, Danny as the Valkyrie shows up, and she's just like, hey, I'm going to kick your ass now. Yeah. <laughs> and that's cool. Fuck some up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, and he was like, what the fuck? No one told me they had a Valkyrie. What's going on? Yeah. I feel like that angel and bullseye scene could have been better. Dude, that was so... That was cool, though, because first, Scott being like, wait, what the fuck? That's bullseye? He dressed bullseye up like a superhero? What the fuck? And then where he's like, angel, I need you to take him off the board. And then Warren being like, but you don't mean me. And he's like, no, I don't mean you. I I like that. No, I like that. Like, that was dope. But when he actually showed up, like, even Angel's line was not that great because he was speaking like Warren. Where he's like, you murdering bastard. I wanted, like, the scary angel. Like, I wanted him to but scare you, But Bullseye. you did get that. Because he, he grabs him and they take him. he takes him to some random forest and then turns into Archangel. And 
I do like that Bullseye's kind of like, wait, where'd the other guy go? What? Yeah. <laughs> Most appropriate line from, like, in the whole book, when Scott says that, he's like, what the fuck with, uh, they dressed up uh, Bullseye. Bullseye? Because that's never made sense to me, that they did that with Bullseye. Uh, because I know, like, all his powers are similar, like, to Hawkeye, how well, he, like, fucking yeah, never yeah. misses. But, man, that is like taking the Joker and uh, putting him... On like a B squad dressed as somebody else. Yeah, but I mean, they suicide. They suicide squad it though, don't they? Like, doesn't Norman have something on all these guys? Yeah, to get so. them to work for him. Yeah, but and like, some of them are in the Thunderbolts already, which is their suicide squad, where they got like fucking bomb implants. And it's stuff. just so. It's. I feel like it's so much more out of place with because he's like he's fucking insane. Yeah, like he would blow his own head They're up. All no problem. insane. It's it's Mac Gargan insane, but like Mac Gargan is so light. Norman Osborn insane, fucking and Bullseye insane. Sentry's it, insane. It, it yeah, Sentry is insane. But like, they're all like fighting with the insanity, where they're like like Norman Osborn is like a sane dude fighting with the insane part in his head. Yeah. Like, uh, Bullseye is just straight up Joker. Yeah. Maybe to an extent. Because, like, sure. could you imagine Joker on the Suicide Squad, even if they put a bomb in his head? Mm, uh, yeah, you'd have a hard time. Yeah, that's how I always felt with him being on the Dark Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. But that's why he, he was the the one always, like, closest to cracking. Having a problem. And Duquesne was yeah. just, like, fucking with him, basically. Yeah. But that's why I, I mean, like that crazy line enough to just, so much. To be, like... Claws? I got claws. You're not the only one with claws. He just puts two arrows between his fingers. And the Ken's just like swipe and just cuts him in half. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, fucking arrows. He fucking stabbed him in the neck, though. He, or he the sta- face. Yeah, he stabbed him right in the jaw with a knife. Yeah. Fucking the crazy. Yeah. Lots of infighting with those guys. But <laughs> yeah. it was it was pretty great. Uh, Emma with the sentry. That's where it goes from there. Yeah. Um, she. Uh, she has Xavier help her get into Sentry's brain because she already created like a white box for um, what's his name, the actual name Bob. Bob. Yeah, Bob. For Roberts. for him to be able to take control of his own body again, pulls him through, and he realizes what's going on. He flies out of Earth, and you see the void just follow. Like ah, yeah, oh, you can't get away from me. Well, and uh, I was gonna mention this a second ago because you were talking about Ares. Uh, but that line was so badass when Norman's talking to Scott, and uh-huh. he's like, "All right, you got you got rid of uh, Sentry, but you still have to deal with Ares." And he's like, "I wouldn't be as worried about that as you think we should be." Yeah, like, and then they just show Ares just like being done. Yeah, that uh, was dope. So was the one where he was like, "If you could see it from my perspective, you'd think differently." And it shows like he's he's looking straight up, and you got Danny flying from the sky on the Pegasus. Man, so many cool things. Yeah. So many cool things in this book. Which, uh, man, that that just kind of makes me think a little bit of War of the Realms, though, because, but, like, in the opposite light, because in issue two, it's kind of like that, except all the Pegasus are, are just slaughtered. Oh. Pegasi? Well, Is it Pegasi? <laughs> I think you're full of shit. I think every time someone says I at the end of a thing, it's full of shit. You never know. Nobody it's, has once said I, and they've known for a fact. For dice, yeah. die? It's definitely die. I think both are fine, though. 
Probably. For dice. See, because you don't know. Dice is the plural. <laughs> See, is dice the plural? Yeah. Die, die is, is the singular. singular. Yeah. 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 See, and you went into that because it's so confident. Well, yeah, I thought, I know that, I thought right about now. a bag of dice. I was like, it's not a bag of die, it's a bag of dice. Yeah. yeah. That 20-sided die also, is a one. I'm reading that book, Die, and they make that pun several times. Several times? Several times. It's probably two times too many. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, another cool thing that happens that pays off later is that the void stays in Emma's brain, like a sliver of it, so she has to immediately become diamond. That was just cool. Yeah, yeah. that was an important yeah. piece. Uh, because later, Scott has them like transplant that void from her brain into his brain. And he puts it in like this secure lockbox that no one can get <laughs> It's It's so crazy how often they use the thing of like, uh, this person's in, uh, this thing is in somebody's mind and it's destroying them. Just put it in Scott's, he'll be fine. And then he's just fine. He's already yeah. fucked. Just he's put true. it in there. Yeah. <laughs> like Apocalypse. They did yeah. that. Like it just went into his brain. Uh, fucking piece of the century. Uh, the Phoenix Force. Like he just took out all that. And he's like, I'm fine. <laughs> like, no, but he is. He handles trauma the best. It's and he crazy. gets so much shit. But <laughs> and it's like his. How is his brain broken? He's constantly like doing all this stuff. Like, um, it's actually in that confessions book. The box that he has that he puts the void in later. Yeah. He takes Emma to because where he hides this is all my the confessions. <laughs> it's where he puts all his uh, repressed thoughts into. So that's how he kept X Force. The bug room. Yeah, it's where he, all of his thoughts of his, <laughs> you know, traumas he went through as a kid. Yeah, it were like yeah. Uh, all the scenes in yellow and God damn it, <laughs> um, all the Morris and stuff. He I just know. put in that box. Um, but no, uh, like he. That's where he kept the thoughts of X-Force so that Emma could never gleam th- that he X-Force is even a thing. Like, anything he does, like, he can legitimately repress it. And it's just yeah. explained as, like, you know, he had a crush on a telepath. Like, he learned how to learn psychic defense. Well, he's been around the most powerful yeah. telepaths since he was 15. Yeah, two of them. Yeah. It's like, so he's got some of the best mental defenses in the world. Makes total sense. Um, yeah, one of them even had his uh, mind link to. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, twice now. Yeah. Um, but that's when it uh, goes back to that that moment you were talking about. Actually happens at the end, and that's, the, that's how they win. Is like, he has all those cameras around. So even though the X-Men are winning, he's losing his fight to Norman. Yeah. But even then, it's like, is that on purpose? He doesn't even look like he's fighting. Exactly. He's letting Norman beat the fuck out of him. Yeah. So he gets, like, he looks like the victim on camera. So the guy who's been saying the whole time that Scott's this uh, rogue terrorist guy, suddenly everyone's seeing, like... Won't even raise a hand to him. Exactly. And he was just being defensive the whole time. And that's when there's that moment with Miss Marvel. It's like, look... You can't kill them because then we got to kill all of them. Also, and everyone's watching. You would lose all of your credibility that you've built so far if you yeah. did that. Also, but also, would it be on camera her being like, "We'll have to murder them." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think they have it on like what they're saying on camera. But doesn't he give a speech? No, he he makes a speech. Propaganda in, speech. Uh, propaganda speech right afterwards. We're like, <laughs> they, hey, like they we got the them off our land, guys. <laughs> we did. But like that was like clearly like towards the cameras. Yeah. Um, so did they like bring out like a boom mic operator, <laughs> <laughs> or like did they have sound? Where was it like, all right, get like no, 
Get Travis. Get Travis with the CH. It was a press conference for Norman. He had like a bunch of people there and cameras and shit. Cyclops just did it for, on the island with the people that were already there. Yeah. No, but he like he monologued towards them. Yeah, but in a in like because he, he was putting it, he I'm was a, putting it out there. He's like anybody like this place is a safe haven for mutants. Anybody who like comes here will not. I'm, pers- a, it, I'm assuming right that if you have news reporters out there while there's fighting, they back the fuck away. They keep the cameras rolling, but their sound's not all that great. And then, once the fighting stops, they move forward again. Sound quality improves. Yeah, but were they his cameras? Were they, like, <laughs> they probably turned him out to hear yeah. what he had to say. Yeah. yeah. And Dragon Ball Z, they were pretty much just up there front row. <laughs> it's, it's not like uh, Shazam, where you got the guy like a mile away in the air, and he's <laughs> Dude, that's monologuing. Have you seen Shazam, Justin? No, I have not. Oh, oh part's so, so good. That's a good like, part. They're the bad guys monologuing to them, and it, it like it doesn't look like they're far apart because they're like up in the air, but they're like at least three blocks from each other. <laughs> and he's like monologuing. He's like, "What? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. It's like I I can't hear. There's there buses and tra- the cars yeah. and he's like, you're like, he's like you're like four blocks away, dude. <laughs> nice. No, I, I heard it was great though. It is. It is. It is it's good. the best DCU out of what I've seen. Yeah. Um. Which is mostly just the bad ones. Can we get into <laughs> confession? <laughs> I mean, pretty much. I mean, that's a, that's how it ends. Is the speeches. The, the speeches. Scott gives us a second speech where he's like, okay, now that that's done with. Because he does say, like, we're not responsible for whatever happens next. We're just reacting. In the first speech. Like, that's how he ends it. And then Norman shows up. Um, and now he's like, all right, one last thing. Anyone's welcome. Who is a mutant or a family member to a mutant? This is your safe haven. This is our home now. Please come. And then cuts to Norman and he's all like, We got rid of those guys. You're welcome. Yeah, those menaces. Yeah. This whole time. And then Cyclops demands coffee. He from did. an underling. He does. He's <laughs> like he's like, bitch, calm down. I need my coffee. It's like, which this is me every time I show up at work and they ask me like fifteen questions before I drink anything. Oh, also like, fair. Just <laughs> also, give me a fucking coffee. Also fair though, he did just get punched in the face multiple times by a dude wearing an Iron Man suit. That was yesterday. Get over it. Yeah, <laughs> but I, also, it's like, wasn't everybody fighting, and they're all up doing the work, and he's like sleeping in late or what? Yeah, again, he got multiple concussions he by a guy a wearing a robot the, well, suit. So that's not really helping your argument because he shouldn't be sleeping. <laughs> very irresponsible a, he, he wakes up with a stutter <laughs> he's got enough brain issues that, uh, like he shouldn't be going to sleep with a concussion how funny would it have been if one of those punches fixed his powers <laughs> the other one just he goes to sleep with a concussion and his powers are fine <laughs> he's, he's like the visor looks cool though so. I mean that's kind of what he does in yeah. a, in, uh, what am I going to do ADX. change my code name <laughs> yeah, he's in it for life now. Yeah, uh, I can't be Biclops. Also, just, interesting though lies. that Utopia is founded with the fight of X X Men fight like an Avengers, and then it is ended by the same thing. Yeah, well, oh, at least yeah. the beginning of the end is uh, a fight with the Avengers. No, that does that ends Utopia. Thought Schism ends Utopia. No, Schism splits up the X Men. Schism happens before AVX. Yeah. Because that's where you get uh, Wolverine as kind of the Benedict Arnold. 
He's a traitor. He's a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see, but I don't know who the fuck that was. Yeah. That's... Uh, um, most famous traitor of all history. But yeah, if you want to get into Confessions, because Confessions was... Good. I like Confessions, stop, yeah. Yeah, stop yeah. saying that. So, stop saying every you, time. Maybe you can just stop saying it. And we'll keep <laughs> I saying can't, it. I can't. <laughs> I can't control it. So yeah, in the beginning of Exodus, was it the beginning of Exodus where they give us that clip? Of, uh, yeah, of Emma and Scott in bed together, and it's it's technically like a prologue to before it all starts because Emma's with it, or no, she's back with them at that point. She's this is I think is before she no yeah she's back with she's them. back with them yeah, but Beast Beast gives his little ultimatum like uh, there's blood in the laundry baskets there's something's going on you're not telling us and that's not cool yeah, yeah Beast is a super hypocrite so. Yeah. Yeah, he wants, he like, all the secrets out. <laughs> he yeah, does. pretty much. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, peace. It's oh, like, yeah, I did, like, Emma said that. Because the Beast was like, yeah, you're going to have to, you know, tell us all your secrets or I'm leaving. Yeah. Emma's like, well, I guess he's quitting then. Which, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just did and, not care. And she's very anti-telling secrets. Yeah, because yeah. so Cyclops agrees. Of course she is. She's a telepath. She already knows the secrets. No, she doesn't want to tell her own secrets. Exactly, because she, she didn't want to know Scott's secrets. The only leverage, though, for you to tell your secrets is knowing other people's secrets, <laughs> and she already fucking knows them. Why would she yeah. try to give up hers? No, because they're in the black box. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, most of the other shit... Yeah, but, I mean, that, we're talking between she knows Scott... She secrets. We're talking between Scott and, uh... Beast doesn't even have secrets. He just wants to know theirs. Yeah. 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 Bastard. Like, his secret is that he's actually straight. <laughs> <laughs> he still didn't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen him be with anybody? <laughs> no, not since then. Yeah. I told you because now he's got that weird cat dick. <laughs> no, he was with Agent Brand. He was with Agent Brand. But Agent Brand's trans species. She's an alien, yeah. yeah. So, who knows? Well, and like, uh, never mind. I thought she died like before they actually fucked. No. But no, she's still no. in She's still in uh, fucking Alpha Flight. Yeah. So Confessions is basically just going into that. They're, they want to tell secrets. <laughs> Emma denies them, though. She's like, I'm not telling you shit. Cyclops... Gives it the, what was it, the Hey Arnold? No, not Hey Arnold. What? Who was that dude who had the shaking fist meme? Oh, the- <laughs> Arthur. <laughs> yeah, I Scott basically Arthur. pulls that Arthur shit, shaking his fist. A little bit. Like, well, you see him clench his fist because he's irritated. Like, yeah. he's like, fucking, I'm trying to, like, share a secret with you. And you're like, telling me no, you're denying me. And he sleeps on the couch. Yeah, so the girls see him sleeping on the couch and then uh, they can't find Emma. The girls, as in, like, Pixie, Hisako, and... Actually, that's a dude. I don't know if that's Prodigy. <laughs> actually, now I think about it, this actually does take place before all this. Because then she goes and does the whole, the whole Dark X-Men thing. Oh, instead? Yeah. Well, no, because she was saying that she... She was on the Cabal. Oh, the Cabal. That's yeah. Because right. she was like, he fucking... He came to me. He didn't go to Magneto. He didn't go to Sinister. Like, and that's pretty telling when the big bad guy controlling the world goes to you as a representative... Dude, they're expecting that you're like of like mind. <laughs> What's a villain always a villain? <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. Everybody always thinks that of Emma. Yeah. So she leaves a note says she's going to kill Osborne, but ends up coming back and they hash it out and go through all their secrets. Seems like Emma had, I don't know, they weren't that bad. Emma's secrets are basically I banged Tony Stark and Namor. And well, and that they're never going to respect Scott because they don't respect her. So, yeah. yeah. And his was like, uh, I made an assassin team. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool though because his like so much cooler than his that. his side. Well, also, I mean, you know both their secrets. You you watched them all. Hers was like her history with the X Men. Like I don't know why one of her secrets was, I tortured you, 
<laughs> when I first met you and yeah, that made, was like you knew this and made uh, Gene become the Dark Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I remember the, the yeah. therapy we had. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> Sexy therapy. He's like, he uh, kind of raped me. <laughs> um, and his his seemed like a legitimate secret to have. Hers was more just insecurities, where she's like, he knew a lot of the stuff, like that she was saying. Yeah, but that she feels, you know. Her students dying, like she says, she'd die for her students, but it's always been the other way around. Her students have yeah. been the ones dying while she's surviving. So it really was more like survivor's guilt, and her feeling like I am a bad person. Yeah, yeah, she kind of is. Well, is she's she back to being the Black Queen. So sorta now, but like she did that to take back. She took control of the Hunter Club. Yeah, like a boss. So we don't know she's what's going king, on. Here. I think it's pretty evident. By the next few covers of Uncanny that she's a villain. Or is Scott the villain? You take that back. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I like this because it showed that they were actually closer than he and Gene ever were. Yeah. Because that was like a moment of truly like trusting one another. (laughs) Because she was always dead. Well. Gene and Scott's were more superficial, I feel like, than Scott and Emma's. He just likes redheads. It's all about the banging. (laughs) What? You heard it here first. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. It does. So yeah, kind of. That's pretty much it. It wasn't too important unless you're a fan or want to know more of their like actual relationship. I, I guess. I felt like it was important to this story. It, it showed how tight they were, which really then later when you when they break up, it makes a lot more like because this is like the moment where they don't hold any secrets, and they're like. They're stronger than Scott and Gene ever could have been because that was what broke Scott and Gene up, is that they couldn't talk to one another. Yeah. And, like, this is that moment where, like, it's obviously a healthy relationship. That said, like, I mean, it is about a guy who started a, a hit squad and a woman who joined an evil mastermind. But, but no more you know, secrets. For good reasons. For all for a species survival. But then, at the end of Bendis' run, she does hold a secret from him. That she had her powers. Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah. That was the end of the relationship. Yeah, but I do think the secret wasn't the end of the Scott and Jean relationship. She died again. Yeah. No, no, that was that's what made it like definite. Yeah, yeah that that was the nail. But in the they casket. were working on things. <laughs> there was. They were not. They were also. We all read it, but there was like. It, it, it did she feel, was just super no, no, mad. It did feel like because Scott runs up and he sees Emma. He's like, I, I thought about it. And who I pick is, oh no, Gene, you died. Oh, this is a lot easier now. You, Emma. <laughs> he likes her in that. It's kind of how that worked. Yeah. I'm a, I believe he was going to pick Emma. <laughs> he was so obviously going to pick Gene. No. And then she died, and he was like, I pick uh, you. Uh, I'm hoping he just starts banging Psylocke since he hates Emma right now, and Gene's disappeared. Uh, Sal- he needs another Warren. Uh, Sal- Warren. Oh, <laughs> no. I want more. Warren's always fucking around know. with somebody else. No, they're no. always fucking around with each other. Who's another psychic that he for can for the bang longest with? time? He needs to bang a psychic. Emma. No, not with Namor's wanna... trident. <laughs> yeah, that's just a great. With line. Namor's <laughs> trident. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? I said it. <laughs> and Namor the whole time is like, I don't even have a trident. God. <laughs> He's like, what do you think I am, Aquaman? <laughs> That's the other guy. 
<laughs> you know, I think he did get a magical trident in his last series. <laughs> yeah, that, that seems racist. Special trident. Like That's how he does. You think? think? You're underwater. Here's a fork. Mm. That's why he's so appealing. His magical trident. I thought it was a scale vest. No, it was his, uh, his undies. The green ones. <laughs> the undies. Only the green ones. Not yeah. the black ones. He has black ones? Yeah. I thought he only had green ones. Yeah, green scaly undies. That sounds like... Uh, yeah, it sounds terrible. Also, what he wears. Yeah, but not... Uh, not in that term. I don't know. Scaled onions? Onions. Onions? Onions? All right, so I think... <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else have anything to add? Uh, no, just that I, I love this entire time period for the X-Men. So great. And it's when I, I finally had the money to afford to collect comics, like, legitimately. <clears throat> not just, like, buying them randomly from dollar stores and shit. And, uh, man, so good. It, it was a... In a way, it kind of sucks because it set such a high bar. And then so many things, especially in the last few years, have just fallen under that bar. Avengers vs. X-Men just happened. <laughs> in my heart, yes. <laughs> Seven years ago. Uh, Alright, well anyway, thank you for joining us on this issue of Mex-Men. It's a very special giant-sized issue. <laughs> It was kind of giant. Yeah, it was kind of. It was above average. Yeah. It was above average. It's, it's, a, it's at least the seven or an eight. Yeah, it's, it's like a seven and six inches. Seven and six. Seven so and thirteen. Seven, seven. <laughs> seven and six inches. Seven and six. I was thinking like six increments of the next inch. Did you yeah. all end it yet? Or we still got it? No, we still got it.